Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. How is Matt Mosley? The Matt Mosley Show. And there's a lot going on as we get rolling today. Uh, it is a Friday. And Aaron, as it's like right on schedule on a Friday, you know, things go, can go a little haywire. Um, at my luxurious studios, where I do the show from on a daily basis, <laughs> things were things are not exactly operational. But uh, fortunately, at Eminem Broadcasting, we have all sorts of backup plans. And so you're now hearing me on uh, a special app that we have. And Aaron says it sounds fine. I hope it does to everybody out there. Uh, let, us hold, let us know how we sound today, 254-662-1660. So it may sound a tad bit different than usual, but it works out just fine. And um, 415 today, we will have the Baylor president, President uh, Linda Livingstone, will be on. When we have all sorts of uh, breaking news across uh, across college football and, um, I mean, changes happening as we speak. Uh, Aaron, just moments ago before we came on, I was kind of reviewing some of the latest, and it certainly does look like the uh, the Big Ten is paving the way for uh, Oregon and University of Washington to make their way in. Aaron, there was a, a weird moment this morning where it looked like the Pac-12 you know, might try to hold together, and they were going to sign a, sign a, ground, uh, a grant of rights deal, which you, comes up a lot in these kind of discussions. And I, I got to say, Aaron, I kind of thought, well, that's just weird. Like, how how in the world would the Pac-12, you know, um, put this together, or how could they feel good about this weird streaming thing? And it turns out that some source, and it may have been the same source because there were several reporters biting on this because they were saying, oh, they've rallied and things have changed. The winds have changed. And, well, they actually hadn't. It was a little bit of a roller coaster morning. And it now looks like the Pac-12 as we know it, uh, that was down to the Pac-9, is about to get down to the Pac-nothing. And kind of feel bad for them although it's their own uh their own uh hubris and in in some of their mistakes that their previous commissioner and their current commissioner have made that put them in this way but you just kind of hate to see a whole thing fall apart now aaron i want you to uh, share with us the latest you're hearing now latest uh it it, it does appear that university of arizona is well on its way to the Big 12. Uh, it's been reported that last night the uh, the board of directors of the Big 12 and the presidents and all the folks that are involved in that did uh, vote 
to welcome Arizona in. And now, of course, Arizona has to do their part and uh, come on into the conference. It's uh, last uh, reporting I've seen, Aaron, University of Arizona is expected to join Colorado in the Big 12. And um, uh, it'll be, uh, that's one of the things we'll talk to President Livingstone about. Hey, you, I mean, is it official that you all have accepted them? And uh, are they, uh, have you been given an indication they are ready to join? And we'll see. We'll see. I mean, there may be some things she can't say, but we'll ask. We'll ask all the pertinent questions. If you've got a question for uh, President Livingstone or something on your mind, uh, 254-662-1660. Now, the next question, of course, will be, um, does this mean Arizona State and Utah will be joining, and so it'll be all the four-corner schools? I, I think that will be the case. Will those schools get a full share as Arizona which has shown more interest, and because of something that was uh, put in by your mark and the people negotiated the media rights deal, um, I mean, there, there's there's a chance that, I mean, like Arizona, we've kind of thought would get a full share. Colorado's going to get a full share. I, I'm seeing some things out there that would indicate that Arizona State and Utah might have to kind of work their way up to the full share it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a bad amount at all, but they wouldn't be quite the full share, and they would kind of scale that up. And in time, um, they would be you know on the same level as everybody else. Aaron um, Aaron Sexton in our newsroom at uh, ESPN Central Texas. Aaron, is that kind of the same thing you're hearing? Any uh, anything new on Arizona or the other corner schools that are still out there? No, uh, most of the reporting today has been about Oregon and Washington, obviously, and Pete mm-hmm. Dammel, you know, reporting. They're finalizing their deal to join the Big Ten, and the Big Ten's supposed to vote on that tonight. So that could be done in a couple of hours. And the article, Pete Dammel's article, you know, does mention Arizona, but it kind of mentions it in passing. It, it says, with the Pac-12's television deal expiring after the 2024 school year, the conference is in peril. The Department of Colorado, la- the departure of Colorado last week, the loss of Oregon and Washington, and the expected departure of Arizona leave the league gutted. So, and I did hear that on national ESPN radio too. They are reporting it pretty much as fact that that Arizona, as soon as they vote, will be a member of the Big Twelve that they've already been accepted. Yeah, but it'll be really interesting to see. You know what happens with the uh, with the other folks um, with Arizona State and Utah and man I I promise you you know there's there's some uh, there's some people that are pretty uh, upset from those schools I mean they I think they were trying hard to try to hold the thing together but the Board of Regents in Arizona I mean they can't they can't let these two schools I mean they're they uh, they have been hell bent on not letting Arizona go without Arizona State, and there seems to be more political capital for that board of regents to kind of try to hold them together. Although it's up to the conference what kind of deal they want to do with those schools, so you know there's a chance that uh, that they could take care of uh, of Arizona and and uh, 
and then you know make the other schools have to jump through a few more hoops or something like that uh and so it, this is uh this whole thing is just uh fascinating and um we're monitoring it as we speak um there's uh, again we'll have president livingstone on today uh, I've got somebody coming on later in the show from Cincinnati that I've done a lot of radio with or some national radio with in the past, Mo Eggers. And so he's going to have some fun stuff on the uh, University of Cincinnati. But also we'll talk about all the things that are happening. And then yesterday was the first day of Baylor fall practice. And um, <coughs> uh, Dave Aranda talked to the assembled media and we're going to let you hear some of Dave Aranda coming up at uh, coming up at three twenty, but th- this is all the news. I mean, Aaron, you know, can you imagine being at? And I, I was watching some of the stuff Washington State was saying the other day. But like, imagine just being out at fall practice and you're trying to get things going and, and thinking about who's going to play quarterback for you and thinking about what the season's going to look like, and you have. I mean, you know you can play in the Pac-12 this coming season, but you have no idea what your future is. Now, again, coaches and players are a little bit more, I I do think sometimes they can put their blinders on and go out there and compete. And, and, but I mean, Aaron, the, all the powers that be, the presidents, I mean, that AD at Washington State, I was reading some things about, you know, like all the things they had done and all the money they've poured in and trying to get that program up to speed. I think that guy's name is Bill Moose or Moose, M-O-O-S. And they're just out there today in just kind of uh, purgatory. Don't know where they'll be. And then, Aaron, I mean, I, I would say right now the position of power also, in addition to the Big 12 and the, and the Big 10, um, the, the Mountain West Conference and the American Athletic Conference have to be beefing up. Like, hey, y'all want – we'll add. We'll bring some more teams in here. So I think we've got to keep our eye on those. And then, I mean, in some funny way, I mean, I know everybody thinks the SEC is the biggest, baddest of them all, but – to kind of sit there, and and I know they got Texas and OU, and maybe that's all they want. Maybe they're fine, but man, the Big Ten is growing by the day. I mean, Aaron, do you? I I mean, I have to think with Oregon and Washington going to the Big Ten. I I currently in my mind, and with USC and UCLA getting ready to, they'll all be there for 2024. I mean, I in my mind, the gap between the SEC and the Big Ten has narrowed. Um, if you believe their strength in numbers, and, I mean, suddenly Washington and Oregon's recruiting efforts, not like they were doing poorly before, I think they're only going to get better. I mean, I think Big Ten, and you know, that that may resonate with kids. So there's a, there's a lot going on. Aaron, do you, um, do you agree with me, though, that maybe um, – Maybe that's, um, you know, the Big Ten with with these additions of USC, UCLA, and now two more teams on the way in Oregon and Washington. Don't you feel like they've kind of narrowed the gap, at least the perception? I'm not saying the Big Ten's going to start winning the college football playoff every year, 
But, Aaron, just in the perception of the country, I mean, the Big Ten, it's a pretty big power move by them to have this many. How many teams is this now, Aaron, if they add Washington and Oregon? Is that 18 or 16? I believe, I believe 18? that's 18, yeah. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, the Big Ten is closing the gap on the football field. As far as TV revenue, <laughs> they actually will have surpassed the SEC. It's it's still pretty close, but, yeah, to your point, absolutely. You're adding two top football programs uh, at a time where we're about to go to, you know, the 12-team playoff and – I do think that adding these two programs gives them a better shot every year of, of winning, uh, competing for a national championship. Yeah, I mean, just it, you're right. Gives you more teams, gives you more reach. And, you know, that's one thing that, um, I mean, now let's think about this, Aaron. Do they have all four time zones, or they'd already grabbed the West Coast? What are... What are Oregon and Washington? Are they West Coast? Yeah, I'm just trying to think if they have a mountain team. They don't. Don't do think they have so. a mountain? I mean, are any of those mountain? I don't think those are mountain team. Okay, so the race to get all four time zones still remains, and um, I mean, Aaron, the the. Uh, now, what's weird is Arizona does some weird some stuff with its time zones. You remember that? Like, they stopped doing daylight savings time years ago. But I swear, when I used to be out in Arizona for spring training and stuff, they were on, they were on the Pacific. They were using Pacific time. But what you were telling me the other day is, like, they're, they're kind of, like, always on mountain time. One of our experts on time zones, weigh in, 254-662-1660. And, Aaron, have you ever heard so much talk? I mean, it's kind of a your mark thing. Like, people be, like, this obsessed with with time zones. Like, I never thought we would be in a, in a situation where that would, would seem like such a big deal. Uh, but it does. It does. And, and for whatever reason, that seems real big to uh, your mark. And, I mean, you know, your Mark's the man. He's the man. He's the man of the moment, okay? Everybody's got to get kind of behind him. And, and, um, and you know, Aaron, who we have on at 415 today, President Lin, uh, Linda Livingstone from Baylor, I mean, she's, she's the, the, the board of directors. She's the chair of the Big 12 board of directors. It was at Scoviac, uh, Lawrence Scoviac from Texas Tech, I believe, for the uh, last couple of years. But uh, President Livingstone has uh, has taken that over. Aaron, I thought the first thing I might ask her today, when she comes on with us at four fifteen, is just kind of like, how do you ever, like, how do you ever do non sports stuff? Like, th- I mean, think about everything on her plate. She's she's got that position within the NCAA. She's on that huge committee. She's the chair of one of those committees. I mean, how do you ever get like? I mean, she's got to do all that intellectual academic stuff too, Aaron. And she—it's just constant That's a good point. <laughs> stuff going on with um, when all these teams and all these schools. Oh my gosh! I mean, what a what a wild time it is. All right, Aaron. Um, it is the uh, Matt Mosley show. Aaron Sexton alongside. We'll continue to hit all this. In fact, when we we'll uh, reset everything, 
and get you caught up on the latest news on Arizona, the Big 12, the Big 10. A reminder, we do have President Livingstone coming on with us at 4.15 today. And so we've got a lot, a lot to get to. It's going to be a real exciting day here on the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas, a very busy Friday. Next, we will let you hear a little bit from Dave Aranda because there are some people in our audience here that might you know, like to see kind of how the Bears are doing how they might actually look on the field and not about who they're going to be playing in 2024. We'll let you hear a little bit from uh, from Dave Aranda, and we'll do that next. This is ESPN Central Texas. There are lots of reasons to own a golf cart. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf carts are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf carts for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just wanted to take a quick second and tell you guys that we are available. We have appointments. If you have any questions about cracking your sheetrock, doors sticking, or if you're looking to buy a home and you have concerns, please feel free to give us a call. We'll send somebody out to take a look. Our number is 254-235-4922, or you can find us at fixitjimmy.com. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mex-alicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. In business since the 1940s, Alamo Steel of Waco delivers over 30,000 tons of steel nationwide every year. And now they're looking to grow their team. They're hiring fitters, welders, machine operators, maintenance and electrical technicians, and supervisors for their plant. Day and evening shifts are available. After 90 days of full-time employment, Alamo Steel offers a comprehensive benefits plan including medical, dental, vision, short and long-term disability, life insurance, 401k, and more. Full-time positions offer 40-plus hours per week. PTO begins day one of full-time employment. Hourly employees are paid weekly. At Alamo Steel, they believe in above-average pay to attract well-qualified individuals. Apply in person Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, 2784 Old Dallas Road, one block off I-35 in Lacey Lakeview. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive. Discounting your prices, not your service. 
Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. This date's going really well. We're going to be such a great couple. Whoa, uh, I think you're going a little Your fast. leader in high yeah, school sports. I know, I know. We ESPN. just met, but we've got chemistry. I think you better slow down. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. I thought you were feeling it too. I'm feeling like you're driving too fast. Slow the car down, please. Speeding is dangerous, and speeding tickets are costly. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. You were talking about my driving. <sighs> I was talking about both. Be safe. Drive smart. A message from TechStot. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the Health Insurance Helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-659-7540. 800-659-7540. That's 800-659-7540. Every man has his special tool that he likes to carry around with him. That tool belongs in a special place, a toolbox. Because if you lose your tool, well, driving a truck around without a toolbox is like driving an emasculated truck. Hi, Jay here to let you know that at Pickup Outfitters, we believe in masculinity. So we carry virtually every kind of toolbox, cross boxes, chest boxes, side mounts, toolboxes for flatbeds, steel, aluminum, black ones, white ones, shiny ones, Big, sturdy toolboxes. But in some cases, small toolboxes are okay because it's not always the size of the toolbox that matters. It's how you use it. Every working man has the right to protect his tools in a toolbox. So guys, do not run around with your tools exposed. Put them in a toolbox from Pickup Outfitters, where every day we fight the good fight to end truck nudity. Pickup Outfitters at 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco or check out our website at createacommotion.com. It's a calling that's kept us free. It's a place to belong. What's the calling? Being a member of the Air Force Reserve. It's doing a job that makes a difference. Serving your community and your country. It's part-time service where the impact is full-time. And the experience, education, and other benefits you receive can enhance your civilian career and your life. What's your calling? Air Force Reserve. 
To find out about local job opportunities with the Air Force Reserve at Joint Base San Antonio Lackland or Naval Air Station Joint Reserve Base Fort Worth, call 800-257-1212 or go to afreserve.com. Sponsored by the Air Force Reserve and aired in cooperation with the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. Are you tired of living with chronic pain, knee pain, joint pain? Listen carefully, because now there are new regenerative treatments available here. Hi, it's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley's show, QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, is now open, giving lasting relief to people with joint pain, with no surgery, no drugs, and no downtime. QC Kinetics has over 100 clinics nationwide and has treated thousands of patients with incredible success. Their advanced protocols are an exciting way to manage pain from arthritis and injury without surgery or steroids or pain pills. If you got pain in your knees, shoulders, hip, or back, well, that's me. You need to check out these new treatments. They can actually help your body restore and repair itself. Call now to schedule your free consultation with the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics. Call 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. That's QC Kinetics. 254-415-4100. Quicker games, more action. Baseball looks different in 2023. So do the Texas Rangers. Summer is fun again in Arlington. Make your plans to catch a game or two this season at Globe Life Field. More teams than ever are coming to face the Rangers. Great matchups, lively crowds, and climate-controlled comfort await you at the ballpark, along with fun giveaways and City Connect Fridays. Grab your tickets at rangers.com. You've counted on the family of Diamore Fine Jewelers to make life's most precious memories unforgettable. Diamore specializes in full custom designs, including custom CAD renderings, 3D wax printing, and a team of friendly custom jewelry experts. Diamore Fine Jewelers will be there for your custom engagement ring when she says yes and for the next 30 years. Thank you for choosing Diamore Fine Jewelers. You had a dream to open your own business, put in the long hours of development, gathering resources, and finally opening your doors to the public. Don't forget the marketing part of your business plan. Eminem Broadcasters have an experienced staff of marketing professionals who have helped countless businesses succeed in Central Texas, and they're ready to help you today. Call 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930, or email to info at mmbwaco.com. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Texas. We've got some uh, technical difficulties, but we're making it work. It may sound a little bit like I'm just being interviewed on the phone, which is not far off, but uh, uh, we're making it work. And uh, rolling on a Friday afternoon, and of course we have the president of Baylor uh, coming up um, at 4.15. All sorts of breaking news. Uh, The Big Ten is clearing the way for Oregon uh, and Washington to come into the conference. And uh, we'll be talking to the President Livingstone about it in her official capacity. She is the uh, 
chair of the uh, board of directors uh, for the, uh, and that just um, happened recently. Boy, she's the chair in a lot of different areas, including with the NCAA. But this is going to be, uh, it's a very interesting day, and we need to kind of see what Arizona is going to do. It certainly looks like now with Oregon and Washington signaling that they're headed to the Big Ten, Big Ten ramping that up quickly, that, um, that now Arizona, which had already started the process and the Big 12 reportedly has already voted them in, uh, they'll come in. And then the next step will be uh, who else will the Big 12 try to go after? I think uh, Arizona State um, and, and certainly Utah both make sense. And Utah is a tremendous rival of BYU, travel partner, the whole thing. I mean, that, that makes a ton of sense. And then you really have, uh, Aaron, I hadn't really thought like this, but I mean, think about how you just dominate the Salt Lake City market now. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I, don't, I know we don't think of it as like a huge market. I mean, I love the sports out there because I love the Utah Jazz and all that, but it, what a what a remarkable deal this is all going to be uh, as, uh, as we uh, we come to you on a uh, just a very, very interesting day in college athletics. Now, um, I didn't want to uh, allow you to hear some from the Baylor coach because yesterday the actual fall practice started, and I understand it. There's a lot of people out there that are like, hey, I'd like to hear about the actual team and how they're doing and how they're looking. And uh, it's hard for an old news hound like, like me to – uh, to get too far away from all this breaking news. But um, yesterday, uh, Coach Aranda did meet with the media and, and had some interesting things to say. And we'll, uh, we're going to let you hear a little bit of that news conference, uh, courtesy, thank you, Jay Mo, the man uh, who you hear John Morris show every day at 2 o'clock for helping us out on that. But uh, let's, let's listen to, uh, to Coach Aranda and some of the things he had to say as Baylor opened fall practice day two. I believe they do have it. I'm sorry, Aaron. Okay. It is uh, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and um, we may have to hold off a little bit on uh, on Dave Farad uh, uh, for the time being. We're having some interesting uh, – uh, uh, things and, and uh, we're addressing those as we speak. But what a day, what a day it is. And um, the, uh, the big news is that Oregon and Washington are coming into the Big Ten, the Big Ten clearing the way for that to happen. There seemed to be this morning um, some, a rally or a little bit of change and Interestingly, it seemed like, okay, could the Pac-12 somehow hold together? You know, uh, George Klievkoff, the uh, commissioner, was trying to get folks to buy in on this partial deal that he'd put together with Apple. And I think he was hoping to build on top of that. It's just not enough, oh, not enough for the future. And uh, we, uh, we will kind of, uh, you know, we'll have to just see where all this heads. But right now, the Big 12 will have to... Try to reach out to uh, – they'll see – You know, I, I think Arizona almost sounds like it's a done deal. And then on top of that, Arizona State 
and um, and it, Utah. All right, we uh, we get that uh, we're ready to to hear a little bit of this is uh, Dave Aranda on uh, uh, with the media yesterday on the first day of fall practice. It was energetic, a lot of effort, um, just good intensity in the team periods. And so it was good to see carryover from, uh, from spring and summer and all of it. And so way impressed. You know, um, we're inside and we're outside um, to try to build, break up the heat. And so uh, for the first three days, we're inside a little bit more than we are out just to uh, try to acclimate. And then uh, once we get past these th- three days, so we go to Saturday, we got Sunday as a player's uh, uh, off day from practice. And then we start again on Monday and then we'll be outside a little bit more, but um, still be able to work back and forth, try to cool down and get back out and uh, try to, you know, get to the point where we're outside the majority of the time. But way impressed with how they well, how they attacked it and uh, way impressed to see, um, you know, we had a couple guys in summer that was their first time kind of going. So uh, they got here in summer. So it was good to see them, too. But uh, impressed first day. Questions? Anybody? Dave, did you feel like you got most of the questions answered in the spring? Are there still quite a few left going into this camp? No, I appreciate that. Yeah, I think it, I, it's a difference. That is a difference with the transfer portal, I feel. Whereas I think generally you would you would have questions answered in spring, and uh, now you don't. And so I think uh, there's some where we have an idea. There's others where we really well, we're kind of hoping and we're figuring and we're thinking. And so we got to be able to see. You know, we've got a few folks that uh, we're aiming and counting on that are still, you know, in route and so are in route. So um, we've got some we've got some questions to answer. Coach, how did you like uh, the intensity of the players had today? It seemed like they were super energetic and happy to be out there. Yeah, I appreciate that. I thought so. You know, I think anytime you start something off, for sure. You know, uh, I think that first team meeting yesterday was way you know bouncing off the. the top of the roof and everything, excitement. And so to see some of that carry over into the last period of team today, you know, after being in the sun and all that was way cool to see. I think there's a strong connection um, with each other and there's a good um, there's a good friendship that I think is pushing each other to be better. So that's cool to see. Coach, in terms of where you guys ended in terms of how far along you were in getting to where you want to goal-wise in the spring, you feel like you're further along appreciate that. Yeah, I think from a scheme perspective and a player development perspective, it's a little chopped up just because of uh, what we first addressed in the beginning uh, with new guys coming and and getting acclimated and a couple new guys still yet to come, you know. But I think overall as a team and the chemistry part and the confidence part and you know, the, the, the work to try to develop a swagger, that part, I, I feel strong about that. And I feel I can sense that. I can see that, you know. I thought summer was one of the better summers that our guys have had. So we were outside in the stadium for the – I mean, we didn't have an indoor during that time. And we weren't on these practice fields. And so we are in the you – know, if it's 110, you know, outside, it's whatever it is in the stadium. And uh, our guys crushed it, you know. So there's a good amount of confidence and uh, a good amount of, um, you know, hey, I'm fighting for something. I'm sacrificing for something. And so there's a lot to build off with that. 
number of guys today over the next Appreciate that. I would love to be able to see them, and you can see some of it today, uh, just attacking things. Of uh, There's always going to be first time, and there's always, you know, there's a bunch of first times kind of coming at them. And so their ability, or, or first of all, our ability to connect with them, and so that uh, they feel that there's a value with them already can help free them up to just go and get it. And so I think we, were, we saw some of that today. I think there's others that uh, we have to work on that. But I think the sooner we can get that, then the sooner um, it's just it's funny how roles will end up coming to them when they're kind of in that attack mindset. But I think that all that starts with feeling, feeling like you don't have to earn um, uh, a sense of belonging, that that sense of belonging is already a given. So, yeah. I think, they're, I think the young guys are going to have to play, and um, they're going to have to attack their jobs to do that. Besides spending a little more time indoor, is there anything else you have to do because of the heat? We have to make sure the doors are closed in the indoor, <laughs> you know? And so, I don't know, with the construction and stuff, and the doors open up and whatever it is, so just try to get that thing as cool as possible. Uh, we have a bunch of water breaks, you know? And so um, we'll break up just in between drills. But then I, think, I want to say we have four or five water breaks today, and we'll have snacks and food and stuff so that they're um, hydrating and eating as well. And so, um, and then, you know, tonight and tomorrow, everywhere our guys go in the building, they should, they should have uh, some water with them hydrating all the way through. And so, it, you know, we talk about being a pro and, um, you know, and all of it, and I think the weather really tests that that um, that statement because you have to be able to take care of your business to be able to handle out here. You're listening to Baylor football head coach Dave Aranda's press conference after the first day of practice yesterday. So many different things for you. What does it represent? No, I appreciate that. Yeah, for me, it just means that we're back together again, and here's our next step. You know, and I just think like every team is just so different. You know, like today was the first time we had a Byron out there with us, and we, had, we didn't have Garmin in the spring. We had Garmin out there with us, and just the energy those guys bring just makes us different right off the bat, you know? And so just way cool to see. And then you've seen a guy like Mike Smith that really kind of asserted himself in the spring, and he's a different guy now because of all of that and, you know, uh, Big 12 and, all, and the whole thing. And so I just think you're, you're a different team. And, you know, uh, to be around our guys as much as possible or as much as, as, much as uh, fall camp allows us to do, you know, we're just so, our hands are just in the mix of just molding the team that we want to be. And so for us to continue to get better day after day, just way cool. And so excited for what we uh, can become. It from uh, Dave Veranda. And, man, it, Bryson Jackson was talking yesterday. I mean, I, I think about Bryson and some of the things he's accomplished, and he's moving to safety, kind of an exciting thing that we talked about in the spring. Uh, um, Garmin Randolph, who he was just talking about, is just an enormous presence and, and I mean, really does have NFL talent and got himself in some trouble uh, and was suspended for a little bit. But uh, tremendous, you know, great to see him back uh, on the team. And, and what he's talking about there, Aaron, is, and, and all our folks, Mike Smith came in from Liberty and he made an immediate impact. But again, you don't know what kind of impact he's going to have until you kind of get all your full complement of players out there. 
And that's what he was talking about there. Some of these players have been at least, you know, either out with injury, suspension, whatever it would be. But now you're kind of getting your new guys, Keetron Jackson at wide receiver, Mike Smith at at, uh, inside linebacker. I mean, you're getting everybody out there on the field. And and I, I sense from being around the coaches the other night, some some sort of cautious optimism on on what's going on with this team and I uh, I think uh, I think there's some things to uh, for Baylor fans to be excited about a reminder by the way that at 415 we're going to have President Livingstone on with us uh, Baylor president we got a lot swirling in college football and, um, and we need to talk to her about that and talk about it at the presidential level all of this that is going on and uh, uh, really kind of excited to uh, to get her perspective on everything that uh, that we're uh, we're talking about right now with all this breaking news and there's just a lot to to uh, get into and so it was a tremendous uh, timing um, that uh, that we we had President Livingstone lined up to be on today, and of course we'll ask about some of the things that are happening in the fall at Baylor, uh, some of the students getting ready to come back and return, or uh, new freshmen. Uh, there's a lot of fun stuff to uh, to get into, but a lot of it will be sports related. That's President uh, Livingstone coming up uh, at 4:15 today. Aaron, let's listen to a little bit more of uh, Coach Aranda. Confidence, um, swagger, you know, Dominic Richardson has been the best thing for him, you know, just the push. I mean, if if uh, if Richard was going to get in an ice tub, you know, Dom's going to be right there trying to take his spot, you know, really. I mean, they fight, they fight for everything. And so it's pretty cool to see. And I think it's a it's a friendly fight, but it's a fight nonetheless. And I, I, I can see Richard just gets so much better off of that. And then Dom, too. We're excited for both of them. But Richard's confidence from a guy that started and, and uh, you know, I, you know, he he's always had an inner inner strength to him. But uh, it's 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 uh, sketching out now to be a swagger. And so it's cool to see guys are following him. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And so that's really good to see, too. That's been an emphasis, you know, throughout to be able to put weight on him and get stronger. And, um, you know, Monterey Baldwin's gotten bigger and stronger. And so Blake Shapin's gotten bigger and stronger. Uh, and so all of that's really good to see. I think that adds to a guy's confidence when the work they put in is showing up. You mentioned Blake. What does his progression look like over the summer? Is he still kind of gelling into that vocal leader role? Yeah, to, expected of him? Yes, appreciate that. Yeah, today was really good. I thought, you know, um, good things by Blake today. Hit on a couple deep balls. Uh, hit Keytron a couple times. Armani Winfield a couple times. Um, and then, you know, on the times where there is a struggle, the guy you're hearing is Blake. You're hearing him. And so really cool to see. I think, you know, he's in a groove with leadership and all of it and kind of knows what he wants and he's right out in front and so uh, it's good to see yeah yeah it was really good today actually yeah both both at um so a fair amount of punting today and uh, uh palmer was booming some kicks and isaiah i mean so there's there we've got some guys that are competing that are, that are really pushing each other uh, palmer had some unbelievable 
incredible kicks today, and so excited to see what can become. Defensively, what are some? All right, uh, there it was. Some Palmer. I like that. Some some punting talk broke out there in uh, Dave Veranda. Aaron, I wish people could. Uh, I wish people could like see what all what all different. We've used three different ways of being on the air today. <laughs> we're sort of back to our uh, our old faithful. People are like, wait, Mosley keeps sounding different. Well, it's true. <laughs> and uh, this is our preferred method. And Aaron, I wish I wish you could have seen me just unplugging a bunch of things, <laughs> doing things like a mad scientist. And I was told by an engineer at our station that maybe my uh, monitor had blown. But it's back. It's back. I've brought it back from the dead. <laughs> so anyway, we're uh, we're back up and running. Lots of uh, breaking news right now. Again, I want to remind you, at 4.15, uh, Baylor President Linda Livingstone will uh, will be with us. And uh, that's going to be uh, that's going to be uh, really a, a good opportunity to ask some questions, kind of see what's going on, and uh, and talk about the news of the day. What's the Big 12 going to look like? Uh, is Arizona State and Utah, are they on the way? Have those discussions been ha- – I mean, have they been having those discussions and those kind of uh, um, preliminary-type discussions? Aaron, these things are preliminary until, like, you look up and the schools are in a conference, aren't they? I mean, the Big 10, it's like, oh, things aren't going to move that fast. Boom. Boom. I mean, Washington and Oregon are all but gone. I mean, there there is there's basically no Pac-12 left. Your only play would be to keep the however many remaining six that are remaining and immediately add all sorts of teams. Um, you need San Diego State. You need SMU. But what what I think may happen, Aaron, is those those conferences may get aggressive and and so that's one of the things we'll ask president livingstone how do you how do you see this playing out like what what's the what happens to the pac-12 now um and we'll try to get uh, her to to um, prognosticate a little bit she may not want to do that but we'll uh, we'll get to visit with her all right aaron let's do uh, a few nfl let's have some nfl blitz let's do it next Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Did you know now's a great time to let Jeff on our Toyota put you in a new or used vehicle? I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff on our Toyota, and you can choose from many makes and models, all priced to fit any budget. We also have a state-of-the-art service and body shop and a full-line parts department with factory-trained Toyota specialists. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. In the 
five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Everson Tractors has provided you with affordable and reliable top-of-the-line Branson tractors for over 30 years. And they're excited to announce that Branson has now teamed up with TYM to combine their forces. Everson's commitment to exceptional service, outstanding value, and innovative machinery is now bigger, stronger, and better. If you're a full-time rancher or weekend warrior, come see the all-new lineup of TYM tractors today at the locally owned and operated Everson Tractor Sales in Robinson, where service is our name. For over 30 years, you've counted on the family of D'Amore Fine Jewelers to make life's most precious memories unforgettable. D'Amore specializes in full custom designs, including custom CAD renderings, 3D wax printing, and a team of friendly custom jewelry experts. D'Amore Fine Jewelers will be there for your custom engagement ring when she says yes and for the next 30 years. Thank you for choosing DMRA Fine Jewelers. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Central Texas. Oh, it is the uh, Matt Mosley Show. Got a lot coming up, a lot to share with you. Got big time guests coming up. President Livingstone, uh, Baylor president, will be on with us at 415. And uh, that'll be exciting. There's a lot going on at, across uh, college football. And I was going to see Aaron the. Uh, the very latest, of course, Campus Confidential. We may do some of that at 5 o'clock, but uh, today the big news on the college front is that uh, Oregon and Washington are set to, to move to the Big Ten. It certainly looks like now the Pac-12 will dissipate, uh, and the only certainties right now, the only people left for sure, uh, in the conference would be California, Stanford, Oregon State, and Washington State. Um, the Pac-12 can't just add Mountain West teams to the league in 2024 as there is a $32 million exit fee per Mountain West school to leave before the start of the 2025 football season. I and mean, the question is, Aaron, can you keep your so-called Power 5 status and just add all these teams and... Boy, that that kind of money to pay that is going to make it extremely difficult. The Big Ten full share number is fluid, so the schools going into it don't have clarity, according to ESPN. So, again, we'll have a lot more on this to come. But um, uh, they they will join, let's see, um, 
Oregon and Washington. See, they both both those teams have been to the college football playoff, Aaron. So in the Big Ten, they'll join Ohio State, Michigan State in Michigan as college football uh, college football playoff teams in the league. So very very interesting. In in some ways, uh, uh, they bring more cachet from a winning standpoint than even USC and UCLA. USC has all the tradition and all of that. UCLA is just kind of riding with the Trojans, just like, hey, man, the weather's nice out here. I mean, we think Chip can win six or seven ball games a year, so just let us let us hang out with you all if you don't mind. All right, Aaron, we got time for uh, a, a few NFL items. What's uh, on your mind? And by the way, I did watch a little bit last night of that uh, – Hall of Fame game, and I saw Zach Wilson uh, rip a beautiful pass, uh, and, and it really looked like Aaron Rodgers has been good for him and has been embracing kind of a mentor's role there, a mentor, and uh, I thought that was kind of neat to see, you know, Aaron Rodgers visiting with Zach, and um, I'm told that uh, that Zach idolized Aaron Rodgers, and uh, which uh, it's kind of neat that, it, you know, for Zach Wilson, the difficulties he's had, but now that he's on a roster with Aaron Rodgers, getting to learn from him, and Aaron Rodgers had some very nice things to say about him. Uh, but uh, Aaron, take it away. What do you have for us in today's episode of the NFL Blitz? The Alvin Kamara situation has finally been resolved. Saints running back Alvin Kamara and Indianapolis Colts cornerback Chris Lamonts have been suspended for the first three games of the season for their role in a 2022 fight in Las Vegas. The league announced today Kamara met with NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell on Wednesday to tell his side of the story. He said, quote, poor judgment on my end, definitely a bad decision, but I'm a man. Anything I've ever done in my life, I stood on and I can take accountability for. He will be eligible to play in the preseason and to return to the active roster Monday, September 25th. How many games is that? Did you, does that Just make? three. Okay. Kind of surprise. Yeah. Based on some of that video, obviously he said something to the commissioner that resonated. I always like that, Aaron. It's it's like, it's it's kind of like people apologize, like, hey, I was in the wrong. And then they go, and they kind of start bragging on themselves. But I've always been a man. And I stand on what I say. Like, hey, nobody cares. Nobody cares about that. I mean, I mean, you, you're you desperately trying to be contrite and get yourself back on the field and earn your NFL money. So I would say, Aaron, I mean, and again, I have not examined this as closely as I did, like when Zeke Elliott was suspended. But we got more evidence here than we did with Zeke, didn't we? And Zeke was out for... Like six games. Six I mean, weeks, that was like yeah. A, yeah, six game suspension or six weeks. I mean, and we actually have video here, and they're kind of like, ah, oh, three games, three games. I mean, I don't know. Maybe uh, Kamara said some things that were pretty convincing when he went to New York to meet with one Roger Goodell. All right, Aaron, what else do you have? Former Baylor running back Abram Smith, the leading rusher in the XFL last year has signed and will go to training camp with the Minnesota Vikings. Smith was a all-conference running back at Baylor, obviously, and led 
the XFL in rushing with 788 yards in 10 games last year. He will he received a couple of training camp invites two weeks ago, but this is signing in him to the training camp contract and giving him a chance to make the team. So congratulations to Abram Smith. Well deserved. Baylor legend Abram Smith. Absolutely. Running back turned linebacker. Comes back to running back. I think that was uh, Mr. Wetzel, David Wetzel, who might have made that uh, recommendation. And uh, Jeff Grimes took it under advisement. And the next thing you know, Abram Smith becomes a Baylor legend sledgehammer and uh, helped uh, the Bears to one of the greatest seasons in school history. Good to see him getting a shot at the NFL after, uh, well, if I had a shot early on, then I think, Aaron, as you said, he went to the uh, XFL and lit it up, put up great numbers, and was was either all pro or whatever you call XFL. I mean, he I don't know if he was like the MVP, but he was up there. He did some good things. And uh, Abram is now back in the uh, league. You love to see it. Tampa Bay Buccaneers All-Pro Tristan Wurst said today, the move from right to left tackle this spring became a source of such debilitating anxiety that he began seeing team sports psychologist Joe Corella for help. Wurst has started 46 games for the Bucs at right tackle since his rookie season in 2020, but when longtime Bucs left tackle Donovan Smith was cut in March due to salary cap issues and the team wasn't able to draft the replacement, it meant they would move worse over to the left side. He's only started four games in his football career on the left side. On top of that, the Bucks were set to go a scheme change. All of this led to him seeing the team's sports psychologist. Yeah, that's it. That, that one interests me, Aaron. You're saying Worf's what, what? What was the biggest impetus for him needing to? Go to the psychologist? Was it, it, it switching it from of, right to left tackle? Because he's played uh, right tackle almost his whole life. He played left tackle for four games yeah. in college, but yeah, yeah, that was it. I mean, that's well, I like it. I yeah. think it's a good. I mean, anytime you uh, you got a player who says, "Hey, I need to go visit with somebody and get my get my mental health." Uh, uh, I mean, think about it. We we always golfers talk to psychologists constantly, like golf psychologists and everything. There's really no reason in the world why you can't have football psychologists. And, in fact, uh, the Cowboys for many years, Aaron, have had uh, Dr. Jackie. I don't know if she's still with them or not, but uh, Dr. Jackie was uh, around, and she was a uh, sports psychologist. Then Calvin Hill would be hanging around. And so if you had some things you needed to work through, whether it be off-the-field issues or uh, just some uh, needing to work through some things, they were around. And uh, I always liked her. She was great. She uh, just a really fun person to talk to. But uh, and you know, if you think about it, Aaron, the NBA has sports psychologists. Um, the Mavericks have Doctor Cockstein or something like that. Don Cockstein, and uh, they also used to have a free throw doctor. I need to bring him back. Used to have like a free throw specialist type uh, type coach, and uh, I like that. All right, Aaron, any any more? Are you good? Good for right now. That's all the breaking okay. news. Okay. Uh, some NFL news on the NFL Blitz. Now, a reminder, real quick, we'll reset the college football news, but uh, President Livingstone 
The Baylor president joins us in 15 minutes. Be by the dial for that. It's all coming up next. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Everson Tractors has provided you with affordable and reliable top-of-the-line Branson tractors for over 30 years. And they're excited to announce that Branson has now teamed up with TYM to combine their forces. Everson's commitment to exceptional service, outstanding value, and innovative machinery is now bigger, stronger, and better. If you're a full-time rancher or weekend warrior, come see the all-new lineup of TYM tractors today at the locally owned and operated Everson Tractor Sales in Robinson, where service is our name. Do you want a brand new boat? Right now you can get a boat cheaper than ever before at Marineland Boating Center, home of Yamaha Boats. For Marineland Boating Center's 40th anniversary sale, we're slashing prices like never before. For a limited time, you could save almost $10,000 on an awesome new boat. Also, for a limited time, we are offering a free water sports accessories package worth $1,000 with select Yamaha boats. But hurry, this 40th anniversary sale only lasts for 40 days or until we sell 40 boats, will you be one of the lucky few to save thousands of dollars? Imagine the happiness you would feel owning a new boat. Imagine the fun you could have. Imagine the feeling of freedom and relaxation you'll feel when you're out on the water. Check us out online at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com or Google Marineland Boating Center to see our reviews and you can see for yourself why we are the highest rated boating center in Central Texas. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. This date's going really well. We're going to be such a great couple. Whoa, uh, I think you're going a little fast. Yeah, I know, I know. We just met, but we've got chemistry. I think you better slow down. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. I thought you were feeling it, too. I'm feeling like you're driving too fast. Slow the car down, please. Speeding is dangerous, and speeding tickets are costly. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. You were talking about my driving. <sighs> I was talking about both. Be safe. Drive smart. A message from TechStot. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just wanted to take a quick second and tell you guys that we are available. We have appointments. If you have any questions about cracking your sheetrock, doors sticking, or if you're looking to buy a home and you have concerns, please feel free to give us a call. We'll send somebody out to take a look. Our number is 254-235-4922, or you can find us at fixitjimmy.com. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. 
It is uh, Matt Mosley's show. And uh, what a time it is. What a time earlier this week, hanging out with some Baylor coaches. Yesterday, Baylor practice starts. We got to hear from Coach Aranda earlier in the program. Maybe we'll go back to it. I'd like to hear a little more Aranda. Uh, Aaron, could we start, not right now, but like where we left off or would we have to start over? Are no. we, are we, uh, oh, we could just start right there, huh? Mm-hmm. Nice. I want, but Aaron, I, do, I don't, I want our five o'clock hour to hear the punting talk that broke out. All right. <laughs> Palmer hit some boomers. I want to know more about Palmer. Uh, we need to do that now. Aaron, we'll be on time for once here in a minute because I would imagine, Aaron, I need to hit this break by about 410, right? And and then we'll uh, clear the way, clear the decks for President Livingstone, the Baylor president, to call. We have to have all phone lines ready and organized, and uh, that'll be fun to hear from her. Um Aaron, I think she's probably uh, prepared for us to ask a few sports-related questions in this uh, in this interview, and it's an important time for the Big Twelve. Uh, the reports are, at least Ross Dellinger uh, Dellinger had this last night, that the Big Twelve executives approved the application of Arizona as a fourteenth member last night. Um, I mean, we need to confirm that up. We need to confirm it, Aaron, and, uh, and make sure. And then what happens with, um, what happens now with Arizona state and Utah? And does that make total sense? That gets the big 12 to 16 teams. Now, Aaron, we've known it as the big 12 for so long. You've got to just keep that right. You don't, you don't go to Big 16 because you never know how often these things change. You were still the Big 12 when you were at 10. Had to had to like talk DeLoss into letting West Virginia and TCU in. DeLoss was kind of like, I'm fine at 8. Let's just keep this thing at 8. Are y'all good with that? <laughs> Back in the day. And uh, Chuck Ninas said, come on now, DeLoss. Let's let TCU in. Come on. The Frogs have been great. In that Mountain West, let's let West Virginia in. They've been good, Big East or wherever they were. Aaron, you know who wanted in back in the day? And would have been an interesting choice? Louisville. And, you know, obviously they were playing great basketball back in the day with Patino, and they were really playing good football at the time. We're talking uh, Lamar Jackson and then a little bit before that, a little bit prior to Lamar. And that was kind of some exciting times for uh, Louisville. And they wanted in the conference. And a Big 12 is just kind of like, nah, I don't think so. I don't think so. Now, Aaron, what do you do with um, – what do we – I mean, what about these – the big-time academic schools? I kind of like – I kind of like Stanford. I'd like to – I mean, I'd kind of like to, you know, be in a conference with Stanford and Cal Berkeley and – Kind of go out there and compare, re- uh, not resumes, that wouldn't go well for me, Aaron, but, you know, degrees. Hey, I got my Baylor degree. How are you guys looking? I mean, it'd be kind of fun to have them in the Big 12, but I think they'll sh- they'll stop this at 16. And you'll get Arizona State. 
this is going to be real Arizona State and um, and Utah. I mean, I don't know. They, I mean, they're coming, kicking, and screaming, and they're angry and all that. But uh, Aaron, it beats the heck out of being whatever's going to happen to Stanford and Cal Berkeley and Washington State and Oregon State. I mean, when it comes down to it, Oregon doesn't care, do they? Oregon's just like, hey, see you when we see you. Oh yeah, we what we what we call that the border war. Oh, that was fun. No, that wasn't the border war. That was the border war was, um, Oregon. What is the border war, Aaron? Which one is that in I the thought, Pac-12? Oh, is this um? What's the border war? Because it sounds weird. What do they call the Oregon Oregon State? Because they're in the same. <laughs> I just can't remember what all these things are called. Who's the border? They used to be the border war was like involve Missouri and Kansas at one point or something like that. Anyway, there's something up in the Pac-12. I felt like at one point was called the border war. They call, the, according to Google, they call the Oregon yeah. Oregon State rivalry the Civil War. That's it. That's it. Yeah, and I think they had to change that because obviously right. that's why uh, I said according to Google because yeah. I don't think they still call it that. No. But because of all the stuff that's been changed, the statues that have been taken down and all that, I think uh, I think that played a role in uh, and they kind of moved away from calling that the Civil War. Oh, it totally was, though. That was what that was called. You're right. All right, it's the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Let's just get prepared. Let's get our game faces on. The president of Baylor is calling us next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. We're teaming up with the McGregor Volunteer Fire Department to help raise money for repairs and maintenance on their fire trucks and equipment. They will be selling raffle tickets for three opportunities to win a rifle, and we will draw the winners live at Jim Turner Chevrolet on August 19th at 1 o'clock. We will also be accepting cash donations and serving free hot dogs. So come out and show your support for the local heroes. And remember, we're just RB to Way McGregor. We treat you like family. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kalea Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. 
Attention Baylor alumni near and far. Are you ready to reconnect, reminisce, and make a lasting impact? Look no further than the Baylor Line Foundation, your alumni partner for life. Whether you're a recent graduate or a seasoned alum, Baylor Line Foundation is the place to stay connected with fellow alumni through exciting events, networking opportunities, and exclusive access to Baylor stories. Rekindle old friendships and forge new ones while cheering on our beloved Bears. To find out more, visit thebaylorlinefoundation.com. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch, like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch, La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance it's not worth it if you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance call right now and learn for free how to get it listen affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away so give us a shout right now 800-659-7540 800-659-7540 that's 800-659-7540 Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. On his Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, President Livingstone, President Linda Livingstone joining us as we speak. President Livingstone. How are you? It's great to have you uh, back on the program. Are you anything going on in the in the conference today? Well, Matt, it is good to be with you. It's been a while since we've had a chance to visit, so I appreciate the opportunity. And, you know, there is never a um, boring day in the life of college athletics, I have to say. So, uh, you, know, you know, you could pick almost any day and something interesting would be going on. How do you ever have time to work on – non-sports issues by the way <laughs> i feel like you're chairing a lot of committees and everything <laughs> i guess you could hand off some projects and, and, and things but my goodness you're you're called upon especially these days a lot and the everybody's supposed to be taking some vacation now president livingstone i mean did you did you get away at all or or your vacations basically having these executive sessions uh while you're trying to go to the beach or wherever you go 
I would say, and this summer was a little unusual for us. I actually had double knee replacement surgery at the beginning of the summer, so we didn't do a normal vacation like we would. So I have not had any beach calls this year. I've had those in the past. Uh, but uh, So I've been in Waco uh, doing lots of uh, physical therapy and rehab and uh, trying to get ready for the fall semester. So, uh, so it's been a a busy but good summer, and I have to say I have a great team of people around me that make it possible for me to do a lot of these interesting things I have the opportunity to do, and you do get to where you do a little multitasking sometimes as well, so uh takes takes a village, as they say. Was this an old basketball injury that you had from your days at Oklahoma State um, that you had to have addressed? I'm sure that didn't help all those years of uh, <laughs> up and down the court. Uh, but uh, And are you probable, at least for that first Baylor football game of the season? Oh, yeah. No, it was definitely years and years of basketball. I'd had two knee surgeries on both knees, and so I actually had both of them done this summer. But I am doing great. I am uh, ready to go for that first game. I don't think I'll be taking the field for Coach Aranda or anything, but uh, but I will be there greeting our alumni and cheering on our Bears for sure. We're excited about the start of the football season. All right. Did Big 12 executives approve the application of Arizona as the 14th member last night that's been reported is that um, is that accurate has that uh, in fact taken place yeah i'm not going to speak to that right now matt you know these things continue to evolve and uh and we at, in the big 12 are certainly looking at the opportunities that are out there but uh certainly nothing for me to report at this particular point in time all right. Well, it it seems like it is all happening. Um, I mean, what are you? Do you get excited about this? Are you kind of sad for like a conference at the Pac-12? I mean, in in some sense, it looks like it's going away. You used to live out in the West Coast. I mean, it's kind of a weird time, isn't it, to watch some conferences getting stronger and in one conference perhaps may not be viable any longer. Well, you know, it is really kind of hard to watch all of this. Of course, uh, uh, I grew up in the Big 8 and played in the Big 8, so I've sort of been affiliated with that in the Big 12 for much of my life in different ways. And, of course, uh, there have been multiple chances along the way where people thought the Big 12 wasn't going to survive. And and certainly two years ago, I was deep in the middle of that as OU and Texas announced their departure. So I am deeply empathetic to the issues going on in the Pac-12 and the challenges that those schools face. And, you know, I think uh, the loss of a Power 5 conference is certainly not what I think any of us would would want to see because it just means fewer opportunities at the highest level for student-athletes to get to participate in athletics and everything. But there's also market realities out there. You know, lots of industries have uh, – gone through these realignments and these restructurings for a variety of reasons. And I think in in some ways we're seeing that in college athletics. And Frank, we've seen it off and on for a number of years in college athletics. So uh, while you hate to see it, uh, you also want to make sure that you're positioning yourself as well as you can for long-term success of, of your conference. So, you know, it's one of those, it's, uh, you have kind of mixed emotions about it as you watch what's happening. Great, great schools out there old conference uh, affiliated with the Rose Bowl, one of the most iconic bowls that there is. And uh, so it, 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 it's hard to see all of this happening. And you have empathy for uh, your colleagues at really fine institutions, too, that are trying to navigate a very uncertain path and a lot of chaos right now. 
What about Colorado coming back? Are you happy to see the the Buffs back? I mean, that's a really interesting thing. Thirteen years ago, they leave, and now they come mm-hmm. back to the the Big Twelve. I mean, there's some symmetry involved in that. What it has to be a pretty exciting feeling to see them back in the conference. What were your thoughts on that? Oh, really excited to see Colorado coming back. Of course, um, I, I was not at Baylor when they left the conference, but, uh, you know, hated to see that when those that set of schools left at that window of time. So really thrilled to see Colorado come back. Of course, they were in the Big Eight when I was a part of the Big Eight. And I actually, uh, when I was a, a young child, my dad was coaching at Oklahoma State and uh they used to have a, a Christmas basketball tournament in Kansas City for the Big Eight uh, men's basketball teams, and I think I was a second grader. And we went up one year, and they were playing a municipal auditorium, and you stayed in the Mulebach Hotel, which is now part of the Marriott. And I could remember being in the municipal auditorium with my dad, and he introduced us to Sox Walseth, who was the coach of Colorado at the time. He actually later coached the women's team at Colorado uh, while I was playing at Oklahoma State. And so I just have these memories of Colorado, even from when I was a very, very young child. And so we're thrilled to have them back and think that's going to be an exciting addition to the conference and uh, really looking forward to our fans being able to go uh, out there to to participate in in games and activities. So uh, it's going to be a great addition and welcome, welcome them back heartily for sure. President Livingstone, were you a, uh, Cowboys fan so like does Deion Sanders does that I mean that's he's brought a lot of juice to that program um that's that's got to be kind of fun to watch what he's doing and the galvanizing force that he is because Colorado's not the same as they were even a year ago uh, the way we think yeah. about their program it seems more exciting and um and, and I'm sure you uh, as a sports fan remember Dion and and uh, I'm just kind of curious what you what you think of all that well, yeah, I grew up uh, in, in Oklahoma. We didn't have our own professional sports team, so I was absolutely a, a Cowboys fan growing up. Uh, uh, so, yeah, he I mean, obviously he was a, a great athlete and, and a, a great personality as well. And, you know, to see that energy and excitement uh, kind of return to Colorado football is, is good for the university and, and I think will be good for the conference. They've obviously got it. Uh, a wonderful history in football. I've had some wonderful teams through the years, uh, certainly, especially when they were back in the Big Eight. But uh, so I think it's it, he'll add a lot of enthusiasm, and excitement. But we're excited about their other programs as well, and and just a broad uh, quality institution academically, and they're going to add a lot to the conference uh, all the way around. What is the timeline? Do you think for getting? Uh, these schools in if they're coming, Arizona State and Utah being involved as well. It seems like uh, reported you all been talking to Arizona. I mean, could this seems like it's moving very quickly. Uh, could it be by the first of next week, middle of next week? Uh, what, what kind of timeline can you help us with, uh, President Livingstone? Yeah, I'm not going to put a timeline on anything. I just think it's in everyone's best interest if all of this settles down sooner rather than later. We've had a lot of chaos in the system for several years in a row now, 
And I think that is hard on everybody. And so, you know, I think for the long run, we hope that things begin to settle down soon and then that we have some peace in the in the system for for a number of years so that we can all just focus on what we really need to do, which is developing our student athletes and helping them to be successful as students and on the field and the court. And so, you know, I think that's what everybody's desire is, is to sort of bring uh, bring calm to uh, the athletics world as soon as possible. You just needed Texas to leave President Livingstone um, to start bringing some of these schools back, like Colorado. (laughs) I find it funny. They left 13 years ago. A lot of them didn't like what was going on with Texas. Texas leaves, and now the conference expands. So it's really all you needed. I mean, uh, and it's hard to believe, isn't it, two years ago, that where we were feeling and where we were like, okay, what, what do we do? And two years later, the conference is in a position of strength. Uh, things can change dramatically, can't they? They really can. And I, I, I'll i give credit in, to a lot of people along the way. You know, certainly Bob Bowlesby helped us after OU and Texas left to really identify and bring in the four schools that are joining us now, uh, Houston, Cincinnati, UCF, and BYU. And, and that really helped stabilize the conference. So we're thrilled about those schools joining. They've been wonderful partners even very early in the process. And then, of course, uh, bringing on Brett Yormark uh, to the conference and really uh, thinking differently about some things, thinking about how we kind of rebuild the conference, rebrand the conference, think differently about how we do things. He's innovative, he's aggressive, and uh, and has been really important to us uh, through some ongoing, you know, kind of chaotic times. Uh, and I have to say the presidents and the athletic directors, um, it's a really collaborative, collegial group of people. Uh, we have very common values in what we're trying to accomplish, both from a success athletically as well as academically. And I think that sense of unity has been really, really important to us as we've had to make some really big and important decisions over the last few years to ensure the stability and the success of the conference. How often do you talk to Brett Yormark? Um, Because he is a mover and a shaker. Um, You're the chair of the board of directors of the Big 12. Uh, Is it I mean, sometimes is it daily during all this that's been happening? Is it a, is it kind of a daily thing where you are on the phone, you not only Brett, but some of the other board members, the board of directors? You know, especially since I've become chair of the conference, uh, I, I talk to Brett very regularly. And then certainly Wendy Winterstein and uh, Doug Gerard, uh, Wendy at Iowa State and Doug at Kansas, uh, we stay in close touch as well. And, you know, we talk as often as we need to to address key issues going on in the conference. And uh, and we all try to be available for each other as we need to be. But, uh, but yeah, Brett and I talk very regularly on a variety of issues. And um, I always try to be available for him and he for me as we need to uh, as we're working through things. Do you think things can settle down? I mean, they don't ever seem to. I mean, ACC's out, um, you know, thinking about trying to Florida State's sounding like they might leave. I mean, I I don't – I mean, I think it's a worthy goal, and we might like to see it, but it doesn't seem like it's happening. It seems like this super conference-type idea, everybody's kind of sprinting toward it. What makes you think you could at some point actually calm things down and and restore some kind of calm um, after what seems like chaos every summer? Yeah. 
Well, it, it is interesting. Uh, you know, it seems to be that right after all those football media days, something happens uh, that's been pretty common over the last few years. Uh, I've I jokingly said we need some more sports in the summer to keep people busy and occupied so that we don't have these things happening every summer. But, um, you know, I I kind of had, had, have thought that once all the major, you know, the Power Five schools got their media rights deals done this round, uh, that things would calm down and at least until, you know, those new media rights start to uh, come open again. Uh, and, you know, the Big Ten's up and then the Big 12 and then the SEC and then further on down the ACC. I think the real question there will be, and of course, no one thought this was going to happen to the Pac-12, right? So so all of that's going on now is a little bit, I think, of a surprise for everyone. But um, I think the real key now, after we get through whatever ultimately transpires with the, big, the Pac-12 schools, I think the real question will be how things play out with the ACC. And um, you know, that's a, a great conference as well. Uh, I know Jim Phillips well. It's their commissioner, so I know he's working hard on things there. So I think that will be the question is whether they can hold things together and uh, and we get a little stability for a while or whether they continue to have challenges. So, you know, honestly, I think trying to predict what's going to happen in college athletics is uh, uh, a bit challenging these days and, and probably not a particularly fruitful task uh, because there's so much uncertainty. Do you buy into this strength in numbers sort of mentality? If, if let's say that uh, Big Twelve gets to sixteen, is that sort of the safer route with what we're seeing around um, college football right now? They used to not want to d- divide it up as much, and the Big Twelve even wanted to stay at eight at one point. Now there's a chance yeah. it it gets to sixteen. What's your philosophy been on that, and has it evolved a little bit even in the nat- last year or so? Well, I think as you see what other conferences are doing, it does have some influence on thinking about what your size, how much scale you actually need to have, uh, partly in terms of driving uh, kind of the media rights conversations and everything, but um, also just in terms of what you do from a scheduling perspective. I do think that as your conferences spread more geographically, the additional scale of more teams can help because then it can help you manage travel and scheduling some uh, more than if you have a smaller conference that's spread, you know, across a wider period of time. Because once you give above above a certain size, then you can start thinking regionally about, uh, you know, pods or divisions or whatever, which can help you manage some of the travel and the cost, particularly for, uh, non-football sports. Football, you don't t- travel near as much, obviously, because you don't play as many games. For some of the other sports, that's a lot more challenging. So um, so those, especially as you become more national, that size can help you um, to create divisions or pods that can help manage uh, travel and schedules. Have you known President Robbins for a while at Arizona? And, and it just seems like he's had interest the whole time in what's happening with the Big 12. And then Mac having gone there, I, I'm sure that helps inform things a little bit um, because he sort of knows the culture, Arizona, all of that. What What is that like as you have to make these decisions so quickly? You sort of have to know, okay, who are we getting involved with? Like how much how much do you know about these schools that are that are 
seemingly maybe headed our way? Well, the the higher education world, particularly among, you know, power five athletics is actually a pretty small world. And so uh, not just because of what we do from an athletics perspective, but presidents, you get to know presidents around the country, particularly those at institutions that that uh, you might be similar to either academically or athletically. We obviously see some of these folks at athletic events or at conferences and things. So you build relationships and you know people. Um and then our athletic directors all get to know each other through the work that they do. So there's an awful lot of connections that you see between universities, between presidents and athletic directors in different conferences. So for the most part, you have really good insight into what those institutions are like, what their cultures are, and, and how they're going to fit uh, long before you ever have these kinds of conversations because you just you just work with these people in different ways, whether they're in your conference or not. And you get to know people. And frankly, people move between schools as well. So you've had opportunities to engage with them in other places. So that probably is less of an issue than other things that institutions work through as they talk about these kinds of things, uh, because it is, frankly, a, a pretty small uh, world in terms of folks that you spend time with and get to know uh, through the work that we do academically and athletically. All right, and you've also been working on like NIL and, and hearing about all this uh, legislation. Um, do you think help is on the way, uh, President Livingstone, from Congress? Uh, I think uh, Senator Tuberville was involved in putting some things out. Um, do, do we? Does the NCAA truly need that right now? And and um, I mean that, that's another part I'm sure you've been focusing on is trying to address something that seems kind of out of control and that's the nil and trying to come up with some sort of guardrails for that are you encouraged by anything that's happening that may it may help you address some of those things with the ncaa yeah we've been working really closely um with folks in Washington, D.C., both at the conference levels and at the NCAA level and even at the school level, uh, because we do believe that federal legislation could be extremely helpful to bring some consistency and uh, kind of sanity to the NIL world, primarily because there's 30 different state laws. It's very confusing for student-athletes. There's very few protections of student-athletes in the system. Uh, and, um, and so preemption of state law, you only get that through federal legislation. And we are, you know, I would say cautiously optimistic. There's several bills that have been uh, laid out in the Senate and one in the House. And there's a lot of elements of all of those that are very similar and that could be very, very helpful to us. You know, they're in early, early stages that so we're having opportunities to work with folks in the Senate and the House on those. But, you know, uh, there there seems to be interest. There seems to be an understanding that there's challenges in this space that federal legislation would help. Of course, as we all know, the devil's in the details. Uh, but we're going to be patient and work diligently with folks on both sides of the aisle and in both the Senate and the House uh, to see if we can um, – and get some legislation passed this fall that could be helpful to protect our student athletes and to kind of level the playing field and have some sort of commonality of guidelines and rules that will be helpful to everyone. All right. I do want to close. I asked you about that herd welcome center. I've been hearing so much about it. I've been uh, offered a tour here lately. And so maybe the 14th, I may show up and, and go look around that, but I mean, that's going to be kind of the gateway for alums and folks coming in to, uh, to Baylor. It looks really, really cool from the highway. 
I'm sure you've kind of gone in there and gone through it uh, throughout the construction. Um, what can that be for Baylor and and you know alums like myself? What what do you think that place can mean? And what's the what's the biggest thing it'll offer? Do you think folks coming into to, to Baylor games and coming into town? Yeah, well, I'm so glad you're going to get to come tour it. It is an amazing facility. It is just going to provide an amazing new front door to campus and really creates an experience for people that gives them a taste of Baylor in one place uh, as they come to campus, whether it's alumni, whether it's prospective students, or just people stopping uh, along I-35 that say, well, that's a cool-looking building. I wonder what that is. Uh, but it, it will have those those light towers, uh, you could go inside those, and there's experiences inside those. There's a, a varsity coffee shop. There's a spirit shop. We have an alumni center in there, and then there's lounge space. Um, so it is going to just completely change the front door entrance to our campus and the experience that people have when they visit campus, whether it's for the first time or for the 50th time. And, of course, it's really conveniently located to the football stadium, of course, the new basketball pavilion. So uh, we can't wait for people to experience it. It is open now, kind of a soft opening. We'll start doing tours there in late August, our, our prospective student tours. So we encourage everybody when you're on campus to come by and see the Herd Welcome Center. Oh, you also need to know our, our Bear Cubs are going to be on campus before too long. So when you come see the Herd Center, you need to come by and see the Cubs on campus. So Indy and Bell will be glad to welcome everybody to campus uh, before too long. Can we get a can we get a date um, on those bear cubs? I've been kind of very excited about that. I saw a picture of them in a tree the other day. I guess they're off campus somewhere right now. Um, what are we What are we thinking? So you're saying before the freshmen show up on campus, the cubs could be living in the habitat, or what are we What are we, what are we moving toward there? Yeah, that's the plan is that we're going to move them to campus uh, pretty close to the time that the students come. But on August 26th, the day we have meet the Bears at the football stadium for our student-athletes, we're going to have meet the Cubs that morning at the Bear Habitat. So I, I know that date for sure will be one. People will be able to see them out uh, that morning on campus. So. Okay, that may be out there. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say that's breaking news, though, President. I was hoping you would break some news on Arizona and these other schools, but we'll we'll stick with Bear Cubs here. I bet the first gent. Tell him I said hello, by the way. I bet he's kind of excited about. Yeah, he's a, he's a great guy, but I bet he's excited about the prospect of Arizona coming in is basketball because he may be the number one basketball fan we have uh and uh so anyway i, I something tells me he kind of likes that fit but that's just me talking okay i'm not i'm not trying to draw you off well sides. you can't can't beat big the big 12 for basketball and as you know we are great fans but yes brad will be excited for big 12 basketball that's for sure okay all right well listen great to um Great to visit with you. Lots of exciting things happening. Freshman class about to report. I imagine this is a big, as big as usual. I mean, all the uh, – and the fifth generation of the Mosleys slash Hendricks, uh, my nephew will be part of that class, ah, President Livingstone. That's wonderful. right. Wonderful. Yes. John. excited to welcome him. Yeah, I got a great class. It's, they're they're going to be wonderful. They've been very engaged this summer, so we're excited to welcome them. Okay. I'll send him over to the house. Okay, you do that, Matt. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, anytime. Thanks, Matt. You bet. There she goes. President Livingstone.
President Linda Livingstone on the Matt Mosley Show. Aaron, I tried a lot of different ways there. She was not uh, was not going to maybe confirm some things on <laughs> on uh, Arizona. I even went back to it uh, via the first gent, but um, she okay. is she's a professional, you know. But uh, uh, obviously, she knows it's on the way. She wouldn't even confirm Aaron that that thing happened last night. The <laughs> vote <laughs> to let Arizona in, um, but I did like what she said about it being. You know, just for everybody involved, sooner rather than later. That that tells me, and again, this is not what she said exactly, but I, I think they want to have this thing put to bed by late next week at the latest. You can't have just people floating around there. The poor Pac-12 has, uh, ha, you know, it's basically dissolved, and you got to get Utah and Arizona State on in uh, to the conference. I mean, do they have other options? It doesn't sound like it. It sounds like the Pac- the uh, Big 12 is their best option. So really exciting stuff. And, Aaron, that leads us right into, man, there's a lot. Aaron, let's remember that. I was going to say let's, let's, let's play that again Friday, but that's today. Let's think about that Monday. We'll, uh, sure. we, may, uh, we may play some of that back because that was really interesting to hear from uh, the president. We'll react to what President Livingstone had to say about conference realignment and the empathy she has. Um, I think that I, I liked hearing that because, you know, we can we can be all funny and laugh about the Pac-12, but it is kind of tough. It's tough for a, a historical what they used to call the Conference of Champions to just suddenly within a week or two just go away, just vanish. And I thought the president had some really good words on that front. Uh, appreciate President Livingstone. The great time that she just gave us. Jason Cook, chief marketing officer over at Baylor, uh, for always, uh, he's a huge fan of our show. He comes on with us, and, of course, he helps us when we need to have the president on and uh, love having her on. Mac's going to be on Wednesday, uh, Baylor director of athletics. That'll happen Wednesday. I think we're targeting 5 o'clock, all right, Wednesday. And maybe by then we'll have some things up. We'll have some things finalized in the conference. All right, uh, Campus Confidential is next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Hey, Central Texas, this is Nash from 92.9 Shooter FM. I want to invite you to Driven Body Art Saturday. I'll be broadcasting live there for their Customer Appreciation Day event. You'll also find specials at this event that will save you money. Also, Candy's Kitchen Food Truck will be there as well. So come join all the fun at Driven Body Art, Saturday from 3 to 5, 5312 Hawthorne Drive in Waco, one block off Lake Air Drive. Make this the summer that you go big. Say big on Ram trucks during the Make This the Summer sales event at Allen Samuels in Waco. Choose a new 2023 Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab and get 10% off MSRP or 2.9% for 72 months. Or how about a new 2023 Ram 1500 Laramie Crew Cab with 5000 off MSRP or 2.9% for 72 months. The choice is yours. We've got the inventory and we're making big deals. Hurry in today. They won't last long. 
Are you ready to elevate your Waco experience to a whole new level? Look no further than the Baylor Club, where you can indulge in one-of-a-kind luxury and unwind in our exclusive lounge area. Located in the heart of McLean Stadium, this elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs. With a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality, we take pampering to a whole new level. For interest in membership or to schedule your next private event, call 254-710-8080. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Quicker games, more action. Baseball looks different in 2023. So do the Texas Rangers. Summer is fun again in Arlington. Make your plans to catch a game or two this season at Globe Life Field. More teams than ever are coming to face the Rangers. Great matchups, lively crowds, and climate-controlled comfort await you at the ballpark, along with fun giveaways and City Connect Fridays. Grab your tickets at rangers.com. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive. Discounting your prices, not your service. There are lots of reasons to own a golf cart. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf carts are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf carts for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Campus Confidential is brought to you by Jim Turner Chevrolet, where they say we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and we treat you like family. Check them out at turnerchevy.com. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. I was just sitting here looking back at my notes. President Livingstone just on with us for over 20 minutes. Great to have her. We always enjoy visiting with her about a lot of things, but today was extremely timely with all that's going on. She wouldn't confirm that uh, last night the Big 12 voted to welcome in Arizona, um, and she wouldn't you know, confirm the schools. But she did say, and Aaron, I'm in the process of sending you this, uh, basically um, wants it to happen sooner rather than later. The, the uh, conventional wisdom suggests that Arizona has always been a target and that's kind of a no-brainer. That would be the 14th team, and that to get the four corner schools, you would go ahead and take Arizona State and Utah. Um, in terms of what kind of share those schools will get, well, that remains to be seen. I would say Arizona was a little quicker to the party. It looks like Colorado's going to get a full share. I think Arizona has a good chance to get a full share. I can't speak for sure about Arizona State and Utah, it's never fun for schools not to get the full share. I think if, if the Big 12 can do it, they'll just give them the full share. But you have to make sure it's okay with your, uh, with your media rights partners, okay, Fox and ESPN, because some of this was done pro rata. 
Um, and, you know, maybe they thought they would add one school like Colorado or two schools like Colorado and Arizona, but now you're adding two more schools. So I think the Big 12 will have to kind of talk to its TV partners before just saying, yep, come on in, full Everybody gets $32 million. All right, this isn't like Oprah's giveaway show. Um, they've got to kind of talk through that. But uh, very, very interesting stuff from President Livingstone here on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And, Aaron, I always have to watch what I, like, tweet and things because occasionally I'll see President Livingstone at an event and she'll allude to something I've tweeted. One time it was about John Calipari, uh, the uh, – the Kentucky coach, and she said, I saw what you said about Cal Perry, and I'm like, oh, gosh. <laughs> Maybe I should be thinking about what I'm tweeting if President Livingstone's out there reading my tweets. But uh, she has a lot of fun. I don't know. You know, I think um, – I mean, she does it. She does tweet some. I don't know how often she – she loves sports, so she may be monitoring Twitter. But, boy, if she was like us, Aaron, I mean, how do you – you got to run all these meetings. You can't be on Twitter all the time. I kind of like how Mac Rhodes handles Twitter. He doesn't handle it, period. Mac's just like, eh, sorry. I mean, he doesn't tweet. The man doesn't tweet. Dave Aranda doesn't either. Dave Aranda is a non-tweeter. All right? Just, just kind of like, eh, sorry. I mean, occasionally something might come out from their Twitter accounts, but I don't think Dave Aranda has maybe ever written a tweet. And, I, and Mac's about like him. So kind of interesting that two powerful folks in the Baylor uh, family, uh, they're, they're off Twitter. Aaron, I may take a Twitter break, all right? I'd like to be more <laughs> like <laughs> – I'd like to be more yeah, – it sounds like Aaron does not believe that. Yeah, me Aaron, too. I'm not as, I will join I'm, you. <laughs> yeah, good. I'm not as bad as some. My man Ed Werder on the Doomsday Podcast, I mean, he's just he, – he is – he's in Twitter land <laughs> – <laughs> At all times. I mean, it's kind of a, it's remarkable well, how much he is tweeting at all times. You'll remember when I first started producing the show, I was not on Twitter. You got me on Twitter, and now I spend way too much time on there. But yeah. the last couple of weeks for a good purpose because there's been yeah. a lot of breaking news. All right, Aaron, bring us up to date on all that's uh, that's going on. Just a reminder, at 520 we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go out to Cincinnati and visit with a, a well-known personality from that program. He does stuff with the University of Cincinnati, the Reds. Um, he's way involved in all that. But I want to get his take. Uh, he's a guy that I've done national Fox radio with, Mo Eggers, and he'll have some takes on all this stuff. And we'll talk to him at five twenty. Aaron, when you hear Mo, you'll immediately know. He just sounds like a guy who does national radio. Very energetic, all of that. I have to sort of sometimes, you know, kind of force the energy. He's one of those guys who just wakes up in the morning. You know, let's just go. Let me just talk all day on the radio. That's not really how I'm wired. I do it when I'm supposed to do it. All right, Aaron, um, what do we have in Campus Confidential? We'll start with the latest from Pete Thamel. From ESPN, both Utah and Arizona State have applied for formal membership to the Big 12 Conference, and there's a call tonight with the Big 12 presidents and chancellors to discuss their membership. Arizona applied and was approved yesterday. Okay, 
Read that one more time for folks. This is Pete Dammel at ESPN, and, and this has to do with the Big 12. And, of course, we just had the chair of the board of directors in the Big 12 who refused to confirm this. But read that one more time, Aaron. This is Pete Thamel from ESPN. Yeah. Uh, he says, according to sources, both Utah and Arizona State have applied for formal membership to the Big 12 Conference, and there's a call tonight with Big 12 presidents and chancellors to discuss their membership. Arizona applied and was approved yesterday. According <laughs> to Pete Thamel, Arizona's a done deal, and it yeah. looks like obviously there's a good chance that Utah yeah. and Arizona State will follow. Wow. And the person we were just talking to will be on that call tonight. But she's just not quite ready to confirm all these things. Aaron, could you tell I was just trying it from every angle? <laughs> I like how you launched directly into the question. You're like, so. <laughs> yeah. Hard, yeah, no reason got, to soft shoe it. No, let's, you got right just, into it. Yeah. Well, we did. I mean, I, I kind of, we had some fun stuff right off the top. Just kind of, you know, some good pleasantries. And then, boom, hey, here's the, here's the question. You can't just kind of soft shoe everything Aaron I was at the uh, I was at uh, uh, a gathering the other night at Southern Roots I don't know if you've ever been over there and I know you're a man that's put your uh, drinking in your past thank goodness um, and which is I'm, again I'm very proud of you for that but uh, Aaron keep that in mind I just I just saw something from uh, Southern Roots and keep that flatbread over there in, in mind I'm not trying to get you to start going to breweries or anything I'm just telling you they put some honey on their pizza, and I just saw something over here that reminded me of that. But uh, keep Southern Roots, Aaron, over there hard by the Alico building in, in downtown Waco. All right, Aaron, uh, is uh, that is our breaking news sounder. Let's go to the uh, ESPN Central Texas newsroom and uh, see what is on. Uh, what, what, what's, uh, what do you have, Aaron? Just more on the realignment that I just talked about, but it was – Mike Craven, who's been a guest on this show a few times before from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, just tweeting Big 12 to finalize editions of Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah in a article he just published online and tweeted about. So just uh, reconfirming what Pete Thamel said, Arizona, done deal, and Arizona State, and Utah to follow tonight. Meanwhile... Brian Fisher just tweeting out a quote from Oregon President John Carl Schultz. Oregon is actually either still having their meeting or just finished it up where they will vote to enter the Big Ten. The quote from uh, Fox Sports Brian Fisher from Oregon President John Carl Schultz. A few minutes ago, we've been provided an invitation to join the Big Ten Conference. That's how he started their meeting. So they will be members of the Big 12 Conference within probably within the hour oh man <laughs> it is uh, wild it is all happening as we speak and uh gee whiz Aaron I just sent you by the way uh something I think will be good for our graphic that we put out there thanks to uh, Central National Bank our presenting sponsor for the beautiful graphics and um sometimes Aaron will like have a interview or something and literally it'll get like 40 to 50,000 page views like even yesterday we had Tweety on or was that two days ago whenever we had Tweety on maybe yesterday um, Aaron it was like immediately 10,000 views and 
you know, I think part of the reason we, we do some great interviews, but also those graphics look so great, Central National Bank. And, again, thank you, Jim Turner Chevrolet, for what you do with uh, sponsoring Campus Confidential, one of the most popular segments we do every day at uh, 420, 440, excuse me. Go ahead, Aaron. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Uh, it is Campus Confidential. Go ahead, sir. Sorry, I was just trying to keep up. I mean, there's so many tweets, but uh, we will, I guess we will move on for right now from the college realignments. Well, from the big stories, Oregon and Washington set to join the Big Ten, Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah set to join the Pac-12. North Carolina Athletic Director Bubba Cunningham took exception to Florida State publicly announcing their willingness to leave the ACC. In an interview with 99.9 The Fan in Raleigh, North Carolina, Cunningham responded yesterday to Florida State President Richard McCullough's comments made during a board meeting Wednesday. He said, quote, I don't think it's good for our league for them to be out there barking like that. I'd rather see them be a good member of the league, support the league, and if they have to make a decision, then so be it. Pay for the exit fee, wait for your grant of rights, that you, you've given, and then in 2036, when those rights return to you, do whatever you want. Very interesting. Calling out the Florida State. Now, Aaron, you said this came out of uh, out of uh, North Carolina. Who was – say it again. Who uh, who who did, who said this? And this was their AD, Bubba Cunningham. Uh, from where? North Carolina. Okay. UNC AD. Calling out. I love to see it. I love to see it. Hanging out in North Carolina, doing his thing, and uh, and and throws it right back at Florida State. Boy, you talk about some unrest. And that did seem like some posturing, some saber rattling coming out of Florida State. But um, that that is, uh, I, I just think right now, man, there's no, there's no loyalty. I mean, I, I think a lot of people are like President Livingstone. I do think there's some empathy, and you kind of hate to see a old, long-time conference just fall apart, but everybody has to take care of the at school. And now, you know, Stanford's got to be doing the same thing. Cal Berkeley. I mean, Aaron, they may – if I were them, I would, like, get really creative and go try to, like, join the Ivy Leagues or something, you know, like, okay, if you're going to be some great academic institutions, which they both are, Go join up with Harvard and Yale and all those schools. Get it rolling. But um, I think for right now, well, they could go to the Mountain West. They could go independent. That's just amazing that Stanford can be that prestigious and have had that many great Olympic-type athletes and be sitting here stuck. With nowhere to go, wow! I mean that—that's just a lot to. Uh, that is a lot to take in right now. That Oregon State, Washington State. I mean, it's where we were as Baylor folks were scared to death that when it looked like the Big Twelve was breaking up a couple of years ago, it's like where we're going to be, where we're going to land. I mean, you just didn't know. 
I mean, it happened 10 years before, too, 13 years before, right around 2010. It's the same thing. Like, is this thing going to hold? And, and at the time, Texas's arrogance and their desire to have that uh, Longhorn Network save the conference. I mean, it really did. Baylor was going to be out the cold. If, if Texas had a – and I've been seeing this recently. Pac-12 had a chance to take OU in Texas back whenever that was, 2008 or 2010. Come on. Come on. You think if Texas wanted to be in the Pac-12, they wouldn't – or the Pac-10, whatever it's called then, they wouldn't have taken them. Don't buy that. This is revisionist history. Texas could have gone wherever. Now, what kind of happened is OU started making noise of where it might go back in, I don't know, 2010 or so, and Texas said, uh-uh, uh-uh, you're not going anywhere without us. Settle down. Settle down, big boy. And that's the way it happened. I mean, I, I don't know where these folks are coming up with, with oh, Texas uh, got turned down by the Pac-12 back in the day. It didn't happen. It absolutely didn't happen. <laughs> Bill Powers, the Texas president, wanted them to be in the Pac-12. He went to Cal Berkeley. He was all into that stuff. All the academics, the intellectuals, all the UT. We'll go hang out with the Cal Berkeley, and we'll put our, our you know, our, our Tevas and sandals, whatever. We'll put our sandals on and walk around campus, okay? Uh, and DeLoss Dodge said, nah, no, I'm the most powerful administrator in all of uh, the land, and uh, Bill, I'm sorry. When it comes to athletics, I'm running this. I'm running point on this. But the thought of the Pac-12 passing over Texas is a joke. And I keep reading this almost on a daily basis. And it just people have it wrong. They don't understand, and they didn't even have it right back when it was happening. I was at ESPN.com when all that was going down. And Ted Miller, who I knew back then, covered the Pac-10. Even he was writing that. And I like Ted. But that was wrong. It's not. If Texas wanted to be in the Pac-10 back then, they could have been in the Pac-10. DeLoss Dodge saved the conference. He absolutely did. And the first time, the first round of where everybody almost left, it was the A&M guy who saved it. There was a guy named, oh, he had a bow tie or something. I can't remember his name. Uh, Arbo and Lofton or whoever that was. He, he kind of, he saved. I mean, A&M didn't choose to go at first. They had a chance to go. They stayed, and then they finally left in whatever year that was, 2010 or 11. All right. If anybody else needs a history lesson, come here. All right. We tell stories every day right here on the Mosley Show. Aaron, what else do you have? The latest from Peter Th- Pete Thamel from ESPN. His tweet one minute ago pretty much sums up how everything has gone today. Sources telling Thamel, Oregon, and Washington have been officially voted into the Big Ten by the league's presidents, and an announcement is coming soon. So, done deal. Yeah, I love all this. Oh, we had to meet. Boy, it's going to take a while. It's kind of like during the pandemic, Aaron, <clears throat> when we were scheduling, like those, those schedules would be out like 10 years in advance, and then it's like, hey, y'all want to play this week? Hey, BYU, uh, this is Coastal Carolina. Can y'all come down here and play? I mean, they're just like they're they're like agreeing to it the week before to go play, and yet we act like we got to do these things like eight nine years in advance. You can get things done in a hurry, and when there's huge money at stake, it can happen, and you can clear a lot of hurdles in a hurry. Aaron, how much uh, are you hearing anything new on 
how much Oregon and Washington are getting. Uh, that'll be interesting to see how long it takes them to get up to a full share. Obviously, USC and UCLA, I think, are going in with a full share when they start up in 2024. Because of the way this has gone down with Oregon and Washington, it might be at a cut rate. They might be like $35 million, and then they have to work their way up to like $50 million. Yeah, the uh, I don't know for sure, but that's that's kind of the way I, I, I'm reading this thing going. Yeah, I'm trying to find the exact report, but I did read that from one of the national writers. They've all been tweeting a lot today that, that Oregon and Washington, according to their sources, would join at uh, basically half what the other schools will make, and it will slowly ramp up to full shares by the end of this TV contract. Okay, okay. And, and then obviously and they, everybody would be full share members when they negotiate their next one. I mean, you heard when we had President Livingstone, Livingstone on, she's, she's already talking about that next TV deal. I mean, in a sense, the Big 12 got a really nice deal. I mean, your mark killed the Pac-12. And I don't think he's particularly, like, glad about that or he's not going to gloat about it, but he did. He jumped in front of them. He got a deal done, and they died. The whole thing died. And... Now, I think before he did that, Aaron, they'd already lost USC and UCLA, right? Yeah. That had already happened last summer. But then he, he jumps in front of them seven, eight months ago, whenever it was, six months ago, gets the deal done, and they just couldn't get a deal, couldn't make a deal. I mean, George Klevkoff, God love him, he's out of a job today. I mean, he'll, he'll wrap it up, and maybe they'll honor his contract or whatever, but he's done. Pac-12 does not exist anymore. There is no such thing hearing it out as loud. the Pac-12. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. It's gone. It's gone. I mean, really, really wild. All right, Aaron, you got you got one more? I think that's everything. Yeah, I got for right okay. now. Okay. Hey, we'll continue. Um, we're already in the 5 o'clock. We'll do uh, a quick hitter. Uh, get you caught up on a couple things Rangers-wise. Got a really fun announcement for you. Some huge Rangers broadcasting news that we're so excited about. It's a great friend of ours, and uh, it involves him. And we'll we'll uh, share that with you next. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. Attention Baylor alumni near and far. Are you ready to reconnect, reminisce, and make a lasting impact? Look no further than the Baylor Line Foundation, your alumni partner for life. Whether you're a recent graduate or a seasoned alum, Baylor Line Foundation is the place to stay connected with fellow alumni through exciting events, networking opportunities, and exclusive access to Baylor stories. Rekindle old friendships and forge new ones while cheering on our beloved Bears. To find out more, visit thebaylorlinefoundation.com. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. 
Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive, discounting your prices, not your service. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So, why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and... Your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. And also at cnbwaco.com. Boy, is it hot outside. Did you know that you can tell the temperature by counting a cricket's chirps? Did you know that heat waves can actually make train tracks bend? Or that a 2003 heat wave turned grapes to raisins while still on the vine? Hi there, it's the Foundation Doctor again. During this season of extreme heat, the soil is shrinking, the ground is moving, and we're seeing a lot of foundations starting to move around. Are you seeing new cracks in your walls? Is your shoulder sore from prying that pesky door open? Don't let your home suffer from heat exhaustion. At The Foundation Doctor, we've been curing these elements for many years, and we have the right prescription for you and your home. We have more experience and repair options than anyone in town. So when it comes to your greatest asset, trust the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, The Foundation Doctor will make a house call. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Well, it is Matt Mosley. There's a lot going on right now. And uh, great to have President Livingstone on with us. At uh, uh, earlier today, four fifteen, she was on the show. We'll let you hear some more of that Monday. By then, there's a great chance the Big Twelve will have voted both Arizona State and Utah into the conference. Little did BYU, Cincinnati, Houston, and UCF know 
that they would have four friends arrive, four new friends arrive. And here in Little we know that two years ago, the departures of OU in Texas might someday lead to a, uh, I mean, I, I, I hesitate to say stronger conference, but a very viable, uh, extremely viable conference. I mean, is it, is it better or more viable without OU in Texas? No, no. I mean, we, listen, I can joke about them all day, but we're going to miss the heck out of them in some ways. All right? I mean, there's just regional, fun, you know, rivalries. But this is, this is fun. This is – it's not fun. I like the empathy that President Livingstone showed about the Pac-12. I don't – you know, Klevkoff kind of made his own – bed now he has to lie in it but i don't you know i don't feel particularly good for washington state oregon state stanford cal berkeley i mean students deciding to go there people deciding to go play there by 2024 it may look dramatically different than what they were thought they were signing up to play they are no longer in a Power 5 conference. The Pac-12 will hold together. I guess it has to for a scheduling purposes for one more year, and then it will go away. Some of us have seen this before with the SWC. The final year of the SWC, I believe it was a five-way tie. Bears were involved with that. I think Rice was involved. Texas Tech. Texas A&M, I think, was on probation, but it was a... <laughs> it was a it was an absolute mess. Texas may have been involved, but it was a it was a five-way tie. And as I recall, maybe maybe Texas Tech got to go to the Cotton Bowl because it hadn't been in the longest. But it was, uh, and and none of those teams were like that strong. I think A and M was good and might have gone, you know, nine and two or ten and one or something that season. But uh, they were on probation, as I recall. But it was a sad ending. And then uh, some teams like TCU had to scramble. SMU, Rice, Houston, Baylor had the political connections back then. Governor Ann Richards, God rest her soul. Bob Bullock, God rest his soul. And uh, they were both. uh, Bob had uh, gone to Tech, I think undergrad, but had a Baylor law degree. Governor Ann Richards uh, was a Baylor undergrad, and was Ann Richards a, a, a lawyer? I don't know. She might have been. She certainly knew how to argue. But it was uh, they 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 helped Baylor at the time, and in this instance today, the Big Twelve is getting stronger, and the Pac twelve is basically ceasing to exist. Aaron, that what a what a uh, ugly. March this is going to be this season, USC, UCLA. I mean, basically I could just go on. Oregon, Washington, Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado. I mean, you just name everybody except poor. I mean, it's easier to name the people that are remaining. And they're all going to play for one more year. I mean, and, and a bunch of those people are going to go in the portal because it's not what they signed up for, and I wouldn't blame them one bit. Um uh, and I'm talking about the, the four leftover schools. Aaron, I do feel some of that empathy President Livingstone was talking about for 
the Washington states, the Oregon states of the world, Stanford, because they just don't have anybody to fight for them. Cal Berkeley, it's just they're done. They were all trying. They were hoping that Oregon would hold it together. And this morning at some point, Oregon notified uh, the Pac-12 officials like, hey, guys, sorry, we're out. We're out. This doesn't. This this just can't. This doesn't work for us. The uh, the deal you have on the table with Apple TV it can't work for us. And this is their one opportunity. It's hard to blame them to go get even prorated. They're going to get thirty five to forty million a year. That's way better than a maybe a guaranteed twenty million. If it had been five million or even seven million apart, that would have been somewhat negligible. But <clears throat> you have to do it. And Aaron, isn't it isn't it interesting? What do you think it's like to be an SEC fan today? Just kind of sitting there, like this is weird. I mean, because they're not <laughs> right. You know, they're usually I in the mean, middle of all this. Yeah, yeah, and they'll get Texas and OU in 2024. So it's not like they're not participating, but it's been two years since that announcement. Man, this is a this is. This is a very um, I and I Aaron Arizona State. Uh, these other think about the four schools that came in, and even Colorado to a certain extent. They were all real excited, and and I think Colorado's glad to be back. Dion's glad to be recruiting Texas. I Arizona State and Utah are I I don't know. I mean they I mean they need to do this, and they're all going to do this, and maybe their fans will rally and get excited about it. But I kind of think they're just kind of a little bit dejected today. So I don't think we're getting, like, pure excitement from those two fan bases and those two programs. But it beats the heck out of whatever they would have been doing if they stayed in the Pac-12. Aaron, are you Colorado, Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah? Now that it's actually happening, which one – are you most excited about? Because one of them is better than the others in football. And then one of them obviously has uh, some great history in basketball. Yeah, I'm probably, I'm probably more excited about Arizona and their basketball program being in the conference. It just makes it what it was an already amazing basketball conference. Basically, what the SEC is to football, the Big Twelve is to basketball, and then they just added another top ten powerhouse. I mean, this is amazing. I, I almost think you. Part of me thinks you have to say Utah because they are really, really good at football. I do think Utah is more prepared than any of the other seven schools for this conference. Does that make sense, Aaron? I mean, I think, yes, I just think they are. I I think the way they're built to compete and win titles in the Pac-12, I don't, and I don't know who's second. I don't know who, because it could be, could be UCF. They're starting to recruit really well and already using the Big 12. I got to kind of wonder, and I'll ask our next guest. Oh, we, we got to get to him. All right. Um, next, we're going to go out to uh, Cincinnati 
And this is a guy that knows the Bearcats, knows that athletic program, and has a great feel for college athletics. Mo Eggers, national and local radio personality, and he used to be a writer. Um, Mo Eggers joins us next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Got chronic joint pain? Not having success with steroids, but trying to avoid surgery? Well, thankfully, there's a better way, and it's now available here for the medical professionals at QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. I'm talking about new advanced regenerative medicine treatments that can restore and repair damaged tissue in your bad joints, providing lasting relief with no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. QC Kinetics, nation's leader in precision regenerative medicine with over 100 clinics across America and literally thousands of satisfied patients. If you got joint pain due to arthritis, knee pain, hip pain, shoulder pain, don't just think the old ways of dealing with pain are the only ways. You need to learn more about these new regenerative options that can change your life. Call QC Kinetics now. Free consultation with local medical professionals. 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. That's QC Kinetics. 254-415-4100. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Every man has his special tool that he likes to carry around with him. That tool belongs in a special place, a toolbox. Because if you lose your tool, well, driving a truck around without a toolbox is like driving an emasculated truck. Hi, Jay here to let you know that at Pickup Outfitters, we believe in masculinity. So we carry virtually every kind of toolbox. Cross boxes, chest boxes, side mounts, toolboxes for flatbeds, steel, aluminum, black ones, white ones, shiny ones. Big, sturdy toolboxes. But in some cases, small toolboxes are okay because it's not always the size of the toolbox that matters. It's how you use it. Every working man has the right to protect his tools in a toolbox. So guys, do not run around with your tools exposed. Put them in a toolbox from Pickup Outfitters, where every day we fight the good fight to end truck nudity. Pickup Outfitters at 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco or check out our website at createacommotion.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. This date's going really well. We're going to be such a great couple. Whoa, uh, I think you're going a little fast. Yeah, I know, I know. We just met, but we've got chemistry. I think you better slow down. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. I thought you were feeling it too. I'm feeling like you're driving too fast. Slow the car down, please. Speeding is dangerous, and speeding tickets are costly. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. You were talking about my driving. <sighs> I was talking about both. Be safe. Drive smart. A message from TxDOT. Are you ready to elevate your Waco experience to a whole new level? Look no further than the Baylor Club, where you can indulge in one-of-a-kind luxury and unwind in our exclusive lounge area. Located in the heart of McLean Stadium, this elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs. With a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality, we take pampering to a whole new level. For interest in membership or to schedule your next private event, call 254-710-8080. 
A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. That is the uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Mo Egger joining us now from Cincinnati. Mo, this is uh, we were excited to talk a little bit about Cincinnati coming into the uh, the Big Twelve, BYU, UCF, Houston. That's old news now, okay? Four new, four new schools on the way. It's going to be a 16-team conference. Mo, welcome back. Uh, welcome back to the show. It's great to have you on. What an interesting, uh, what an interesting last 48 hours in college athletics. One word you could use, yeah. You know, uh, I think we all saw some version of this happening. You know, from a from a from our standpoint in Cincinnati, you know, the league is changing, and Cincinnati hasn't played uh, an athletic event as members of the Big Twelve yet, and so. I think here locally, it's just like, all right, let's let's get a sense of what this league is going to be like for the Bearcats in the short term, and then, you know, obviously with the other schools coming in, I, you know, my my thoughts I think are are like most. Uh, much of this was inevitable uh, from the standpoint of you know a, a league like the Big Twelve doing everything it can to gobble up members. I, I, I guess this is a good day, but as a college sports fan. You know, it, it just the, the stuff that made so much, the, the stuff that made so many of us love college sports to begin with, just goes away more and more. And I, I at least personally find find that to be quite sad. Yeah, it's um, uh, and you got to have uh, some empathy for these schools who are left behind. Uh, and of course, Arizona State, as they come in in Utah, I Mo, they're they're not like Cincinnati and UCF and. And these other schools, you see, I mean, it's just they're they're feeling like, well, we got to go somewhere. All right, this is probably our best destination, maybe our only destination. In time, hopefully, they grow to 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 love us in the Big Twelve. But it it does feel differently, of course, than Cincinnati and these schools. I saw at Big Twelve media days that were so excited to be a part of things. And you're right, it's just kind of like you just kind of have to fall where you can find a spot. It's musical chairs, but the Pac-12, Mo, is dead. The Pac-12 is no more. I mean, they'll play another season because they have to before everybody ramps up for 2024, but it's kind of crazy, isn't it, to, to really think about the fact that in one day the whole thing just went away. And, and, uh, and unfortunately, that's kind of where we are, and, and it may not be the last time something like that happens to a conference, but uh, it's pretty wild just to basically kiss away a conference uh, in a in a single afternoon. Yeah, and you know what's interesting if 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 somebody in your audience was let's say they slept late or weren't looking at Twitter or were too busy working or were doing something else, there was actually a stretch this morning where the report was actually the Big Twelve is going to band together and be okay. And then the thing completely and totally dissolves. 
it's it's weird to think of major college athletics without the Pac-12, but it's weird to think of major college athletics with UCLA in the same conference as Ohio State, and there being a conference that spans from Seattle, Washington, to uh, College Park, Maryland, and Piscataway, New Jersey, to Los Angeles. Those things uh, take some getting used to. You know, here in Cincinnati, this is, to a degree, at least from a University of Cincinnati standpoint, kind of a way of life. I mean, you know, I'm 45 years old, so I grew up with the University of Cincinnati was in the Metro with Louisville, right? And then they were in the great Midwest, and then they were in Conference USA, and then they were in the Big East, and then they were in the American Athletic Conference, and now they're in the Big 12. And I think, you know, people here are talking about how, well, Cincinnati seems safe in the Big 12. Well, yeah, for now, uh, conference realignment and, and conference shifting and the school moving from one league to the other you know, frankly, over the last uh, 30, 35 years has just been sort of a way of life around here. And so I left to wonder, as much as I think the Big 12 is going to be a nice home for the University of Cincinnati, is that where they're going to be in five years? Is that where they're going to be in 10 years? You know, when they moved to the Big East in 2005, you know, we all thought this is how it's going to be. It's a good football league. It's obviously a terrific basketball league. Well, they were in that league for, for eight years. And so, what we have come to expect with conference realignment is nothing is permanent. And my guess is that's going to prove to be the case long term. Yeah, but this, may, this should make everybody feel better at Oregon State. Oregon's Big Ten press release, uh, Mo, is out there. In coming years, the UO will prioritize the long-held traditions, including competition across all sports with Oregon State University. What do you think the Oregon State people think about that press release? I, I, I hope they would tell Oregon where to stick that. Where to, I mean, the, where do they get off saying something like that? I mean, it's kind of like Oklahoma. I mean, they didn't even care about Oklahoma State. They just, hey, we're gone. We're out of here. We're going to the SEC. Hundred years of rivalries and all these games and all um, thrown out the door. And, and to your point, you got Oregon, Oregon State, used to be called the Civil War. And um, Washington Wazoo, the, uh, what is that, the Apple, whatever that one is. Um, I mean, that those are gone. I mean, and, of course, it's uh, Bedlam, OU Oklahoma State will be gone. Um, the uh, Kansas-Mizzou, I think that was the border war. Uh, I feel like West Virginia and Pitt may have kind of come back or something here recently, but a lot of these things are uh, are gone. It's just it's tough to uh, it's tough to swallow. How are the Cincinnati people feeling, Mo, about uh, about this Big Twelve schedule? I mean, are they ready to welcome the Bears into town, show them around? Skyline Chili, some of the other uh, big things that are there. Like, what's the excitement level? Um, uh, heading into that first uh, this first season, I mean, I, I, they put the schedule out so late that I'm still trying to kind of get my arms around how this all looks, and I'm doing the pregame for all this stuff, and I still don't have a a great feel for all this. Are the Cincinnati people, Mo? Are they are they pretty uh, are they pretty pumped about uh, about about what's coming up this season? Well, as as, the, as me being the person who does the pregame for UC, I'm sort of in the same boat. Uh, I think, yeah, look, first of all, the American Athletic Conference, the University of Cincinnati and the American Athletic Conference thrived. 
at least from the standpoint of the two major sports. Look, they, they made the college football playoff. They had another season in which they went undefeated. From a basketball perspective, they basically made the tournament every single year for the first six, seven years of the conference's existence. They, they qualified as a two-seed in the NCAA tournament one year. And so uh, conference, the University of Cincinnati did okay, but it was sort of a mishmash of schools that were just thrown together because they, they needed a home. It lacked any sort of geographical identity, which I guess now every league is going to lack. Uh, there were no built-in rivalries. None of the schools were close to Cincinnati. There was no real history. And so from day one, folks who care about UC sports couldn't wait to leave. Now, was that going to mean eventually for the ACC? Was that going to mean for the Big 12? Was it going to mean for a different sort of league? We didn't know. So anything that's not the American Athletic Conference is going to be greeted with a lot of enthusiasm. I think, obviously, you know, this is all about money. So the, 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 the conference itself is more lucrative. It's higher profile. There are going to be schools that you have heard of on the conference schedule. I think there's a lot of excitement for Cincinnati in a league that can be an asset as opposed to the American Athletic Conference, which for the most part was a little bit of a liability. I think in the short term, though, from a football perspective, look, this program is dealing with really the perfect storm of things that can work against you. It's a first-year head coach in Scott Satterfield, Luke Fickle left for Wisconsin. When there's a coaching change, it's always hard. It's particularly hard in this day and age when players can just bounce. So you throw that into it. You throw into it a program that I think has done a nice job of playing catch-up but is, I think, maybe a little bit behind some of their new Big 12 brethren in terms of NIL. Oh, and by the way, the level of competition is going to be better. Now, the league itself threw Cincinnati a bone. There's no Texas on the schedule. There's no Texas Tech on the schedule. There's no TCU on the schedule. There's no Kansas State on the schedule. But still, I think in the short term, there's a fear that a program that two years ago was capping off its second consecutive undefeated season this year, the waters might be a little choppy. And not for any one reason, but for a variety of reasons, not the least of which is the fact that the competition on the field is going to be better. How, what has uh, Mo Egger joining us, boy, personality there in Cincinnati, does a baseball, covers Cincinnati athletics. Uh, I've done national radio with him, does a great job on, uh, on uh, ESPN Radio, has done Fox in the past. What is uh, Mo, the um, Scott Satterfield, what has the, what, what's been the uh, reception for him? Because Fickle did such an amazing job. You always knew he might leave. You're right, the timing's a little tough with the new conference and everything. What, what, how has Satterfield been received? And, like, personality-wise and everything, is he um, – what's he like compared to Fickle? Is he, is he kind of – I didn't get to be around him a lot at media days. Is, is he a guy that kind of has, has brings some juice? What's the, what's the reception been like for him since uh, Cincinnati made that move? Well, I think the reception has been there's open-mindedness. You know, I think, first of all, the greatest coach in the history of the school left. And so that always brings with it hurt feelings. The job that Luke Fickle did here, uh, it, it can't be overstated how good it was. Uh, he did. He energized the fan base from day one, taking over for now Senator Tommy Tuberville. Uh, Luke Fickle will have a statue outside Nippert Stadium one day, or at least he should. Uh, he was t- so anybody 
who fills those shoes is 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 going to be met with an instant challenge. I think that the, the Scott Satterfield, I think most most fans would label it as weird because uh, when Luke Fickle left, you know how it works. You know, there's there's the hot board of coaches who might be interested. There's leaks of rumors and innuendo and different candidates. So, you know, obviously folks here wondered if they'll bring Deion Sanders to Cincinnati. Scott Satterfield's name was never mentioned. Scott Satter- I mean, I, I never talked to anybody who said, hey, you know what, I think maybe Scott Satterfield's going to be the guy. And so uh, the news came as a little bit came of, uh, as a little bit of a shock. I think the other thing that factors in is you know Louisville's 100 miles from here, and so you don't have to go very far to sort of gauge the reaction of the people in Louisville. And whether it's right or wrong, there were a lot of folks there who were not that unhappy to see their coach go to Cincinnati. So I think you have to you have to consider those things. I, I think. You know, you talk about his personality. The very first person I asked was Chris Mack, who used to be the basketball coach at Louisville, who was obviously in Xavier before he went there. And I said, am I going to like Scott Satterfield? And he said to me, you're absolutely going to love him. Uh, from a personality perspective, uh, a very engaging guy. And, and I, I think a little bit more so than Luke Fickle. Any coach? Well, look, I'll say this. Uh, Cincinnati is moving up a level in competition from the Americans to the Big 12. Scott Satterfield's oversaw. Appalachian State's transition from Division I AA to Division One. Now, it's not an apples-to-apples comparison, but, all right, they, they, they have somebody who has overseen a program going into a different level of competition. You go there. Even his biggest detractors in Louisville, where he was at one point the conference coach of the year, would say, we think he can coach offense. He never really had a quarterback at Louisville, but, but yeah, he can, he can coach offense. Uh, I think the thing that's going to be interesting and the thing that ultimately is going to determine whether or not he has success here is can he recruit locally? Luke Fickle recruited Cincinnati better than any head coach who has ever been here. And he prioritized it. Uh, he, he swung, he swung a, a big, big bat and tried to get kids who uh, were getting offers from places like Ohio State and Notre Dame and Michigan, and you're not going to get most of them, but you can't get any of them if you don't try. The previous regime didn't try. Luke Fickle did. Scott Satterfield's going to have to recruit this area. What he, what I think is giving some fans pause is by his own admission, when he was 100 miles away at Louisville, he didn't really recruit Cincinnati. He didn't really recruit it, and he didn't really recruit it that well when he did. And so that's going to have to change. Uh, there's been a lot of change with this program. Uh, Ten new starters on offense. The, the, the transfer portal, they were able to keep some kids on defense, but there's a ton of guys who started their college football careers at other institutions. So in the short term, we don't know. We don't know what they have, but Scott's ability to sort of mesh this collection of guys from other programs into a cohesive unit, I think is going to give us a pretty good idea as to whether or not he's the guy here uh, moving forward. All right. In Cincinnati, basketball was so great in the past and people love it. There at Xavier and Cincinnati, they love their hoops. It is, uh, is Wes Miller uh, have this thing headed in the right direction? I mean, I guess he could. You'd never know it in this conference because this is uh, only going to get better. And it's the best. It's already the best basketball conference in the land. Um, where Where is this program? How have they done in the portal? And how competitive do you think uh, uh, Cincinnati will be in uh, in year one of Big Twelve uh, men's basketball, 
Well, I think the thing that Wes has finally achieved is stability. And, you know, here, uh, right or wrong, for about three decades, Cincinnati basketball had two head coaches, Bob Huggins for 16 years, Mick Cronin for 13 years, both very, very successful. And I think what happened is folks here sort of took for granted Cincinnati basketball has a clear identity and is a picture of stability. Say what you want about either of those two coaches. Well, what happens with a coaching change? It, 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 it disrupts that stability. Well, when you have one, it rocks the boat. When you have two within a three-year stretch, it really rocks the boat. And so, you know, you think of everything that was thrown at that program. Uh, Mick Cronin left, and when he left, it was the middle of April. So, you know, the new coach, John Brandon, had to come in, cobbled together a staff, uh, cobbled together a roster. He's here for two years. They move on from him. They made that move in April, so they hire a Wes Miller. In the middle of all that, you had the pandemic. You had the, the weirdness that came with that. You had the, the introduction of new transfer rules, which complicate things. And so I think Wes Miller's first year, he was really swimming upstream against, you know, I, I got to put together a staff. I got I to gotta re-recruit some players. I got to put together a roster. I got to learn the lay of the land. I've got to coach at a, at, a, at a higher level than he was at at, at UNC Wilmington. And frankly, I think year one was not a bad year, but it was, I, I think, I think frankly, a, a sobering reminder of what of what instability can do. Last year, uh, I, I thought they were much, much better from the standpoint that I think you could finally get a sense of what a West Miller team is supposed to look like and how they're supposed to play if they get more talent. This offseason, they've done a pretty good job in the, in the transfer portal. What remains to be seen, uh, I think the two guys who have a chance to be their biggest difference makers, they need waivers cleared in order to be able to play this year. Uh, if you have followed what's happened in that regard in college football, it certainly doesn't, uh, it doesn't give you much optimism for uh, those guys getting a chance to play. But they recruited a player who played last season at Kentucky and C.J. Frederick. They, they recruited a player who played last season at Temple. They recruited a guy that I think is going to be an NBA pick in Aziz Bandelgo from uh, Utah Valley State. They've got a kid from Butler out of the Big East, along with some young players who I think uh, have, have a pretty bright future. I think if this was a team playing in the American Athletic Conference, as it was constructed last year, you might be able to pick them to finish second or third. Unfortunately, the best team from the big from the American Athletic Conference is moving with them to the Big 12. Oh, and by the way, now you got to play Kansas and Baylor and Oklahoma State and and a good Kansas State team, and you mm-hmm. go on down the list. And so I think, unfortunately, the the stability and the improvements from a talent perspective is probably going to be offset by the level of competition that they're going to play. But I certainly think that Wes, if you look at the caliber of kids that he is trying to recruit and in some cases has successfully gotten to say they're going to play for Cincinnati. I think the program is on the right track. All right, Mo. And by the way, Baylor, uh, Cincinnati, that game is October 21st. All right. And uh, plenty of bears will be on that trip. There's another road game to UCF two weeks before that. Uh, or three weeks before that, and then it'll be time to come to Cincinnati, and uh, and and Mo, we'll all be reaching out to you for restaurant suggestions, recommendations, that type of thing. All right, if you can kind of help us in that regard, uh, but that'll be uh, that'll be exciting as the as the Bears uh, Gary come to town. And you're right, Cincinnati. I didn't even th- I didn't even thinking about that. You you did duck 
They didn't mean to duck them, but they're going to miss some of the big the powers. Although, I know Texas is ranked to win the conference. Mo, just a reminder, they haven't done anything in many, many years in this conference. So, uh, this thought that you're missing some kind of big dynamo, uh, that has not been the case for a lot of years. But apparently, people now believe in the great Sark. Mo, have a... Uh, have a great one, man. I hope you're uh, the Reds. What a story! I mean, you're yeah. I know you're into the Reds, and you do some. You cover that pretty closely, but that was kind of cool earlier in the year. I thought they were just kind of yeah, going to be whatever, and then they got that rookie they brought up, and and then that became an exciting story. And we're seeing the same thing with the Rangers and and the Astros in a great race. So anyway, I was I was kind of. I was sending you good thoughts because I thought that's kind of fun that you get to see some decent baseball because I know that hadn't always been the case. Been, been a fun year, been kind of an une- unexpected year, and, you know, mm-hmm. they're 6-0 this year against the state of Texas. Swept the Rangers here, swept the Astros there, and so and our old friend Dusty Baker, who we love so much. Now, it's been, you know, relative. This was a team that lost 100 games last season. Uh, I think if you go back to March, if you would have said that on August the 4th they'd be a half game out of first place, uh, somebody might have asked you to, uh, you know, to submit a sample. But no, it's th- their future <laughs> is really, really bright. I, I don't know, I don't know that they're quite a postseason team because their starting pitching is so shaky this year. But they have a world of young talent, both at the major league level and still in the farm system. So I, I think it's about to be a really fun next few years for fans of the Cincinnati Reds, and God knows they deserve it. <laughs> and my sad Pirates sitting down there. At 48 and 60, where they belong, nine and a half games out of first place in the NL Central. Mo, great to catch up with you and uh, look forward to talking to you soon. Mo's, we'll do it again, man. Thanks. All right, Mo Egger. Uh, and uh, Mo is uh, plugged in with Cincinnati Sports, the Bearcats. He knows them well. All right, um, let's talk realignment. We'll get you caught up on the latest news. As the Big 12 closes in on adding all of the corner schools, that is next. This is ESPN Central Texas. Got chronic joint pain? Not having success with steroids, but trying to avoid surgery? Well, thankfully, there's a better way, and it's now available here for the medical professionals at QC Kinetics. It's Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. I'm talking about new advanced regenerative medicine treatments that can restore and repair damaged tissue in your bad joints, providing lasting relief with no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. QC Kinetics, nation's leader in precision regenerative medicine with over 100 clinics across America and literally thousands. Thousands of satisfied patients. If you got joint pain due to arthritis, knee pain, hip pain, shoulder pain, don't just think the old ways of dealing with pain are the only ways. You need to learn more about these new regenerative options that can change your life. Call QC Kinetics now. Free consultation with local medical professionals. 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. That's QC Kinetics. 254-415-4100. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch, like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh-squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch, La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. 
Hey, this is Stephanie. And this is Ward with the Press Box on ESPN Central Texas. Come join our sister station, 92.9 Sugar FM, as they broadcast live at Tilson Homes New Design Center in Waco Saturday, August 5th. Enjoy free food from Max Fry House and enter to win prizes. And tour their three new model homes and learn how you can build on your land. They offer easy buy financing. So stop by Saturday, August 5th from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Shooter will be on site 12 noon to 2 p.m. Tilson Homes New Design Center in Waco at 6146 North State Highway 6. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. Qualifications and rules apply. See Genco FCU for detail. Warning, free Genco Casasa checking may lead to a rise in disposable income due to cash back on everyday debit card purchases, refunds on ATM fees, and eliminations of so-called service fees. Increased satisfaction may result while operating your Genco debit card. If you suffer from chronic money loss, search for help at any Genco branch office. This has been a financial health advisory, courtesy of Genco FCU. My money, my future, my credit union, Genco. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, guys, we all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, and holidays, but have you ever given just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big old key rings, candles, and jewelry. Always free gift wrapping, and delivery is available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business. That's Morrison Gifts on the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills, close to Jason's Deli. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Aaron, I was just thinking of, uh, you know, like what what everybody must be feeling in the Pac-12 who loved the Pac-12 for all those years. And, I mean, the, those of us who love the SWC know what it's like to, to hear about one coming to an end and then kind of watch a – a final season and so Oregon State Washington State Stanford and Cal are going through what we saw TCU Rice SMU um, TCU all those uh, all those Houston all those schools went through back in the day and uh, of course Baylor had the political muscle to, uh, to help the Bears get in to the Big 12, and they basically said, uh, uh, Bullock and Ann Richards said, not without the Bears, and you better take, and Bob Bullock was a Texas Tech guy as well, he said, hey, get the Red Raiders, and they need to be a part of this too, but man, these things uh, are not fun, although the new pack, the new Big 12 is going to be fun, I mean, it really will, uh, the, the latest news is that uh, Big 12 will vote tonight, uh, to uh, to vote in Arizona State and Utah. It will be a unanimous vote. 
those two schools will come into the conference. They'll join Arizona, which that's not totally official, the Arizona part of this, but uh, it will be a 16-team conference, and it will be a strong conference moving forward. All right, everybody, thanks for being part of this. A huge week. Thanks to President Livingstone, Mo Egger, uh, Dave Aranda. We really appreciate you. We will talk to you Monday at 3 o'clock. Good night, everybody. It's time for today's Modern Media Big 12 football preview. Today, a look at the Oklahoma Sooners. Here's Johnny Morris. Everybody, continuing our series of Big 12 football previews. Today, a look at the Oklahoma Sooners looking to bounce back in year two under Brent Venables in Norman. Details straight ahead on today's Modern Media Big 12 football preview. Every team knows that.